are now listening to Keeping the Balance, KTB Podcast. Join us as we examine life as men, confronting tough issues, raw and unfiltered. Keeping it real while keeping the balance. This is the KTB Podcast. Welcome back to the KTB Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Ernie, with my man, Red. What up, people? What's good? And here we are for part two. Part two. Part two in the house of I graduated Graduated high school. school. What now? Episode 28, part two. Yes. So this would be episode 29. 29. So this is 20. (laughs) Yeah. It could either be it could either be episode 28, part two, or just episode 29. I think episode episode 29. For sure. Yeah, so if you're tuning in, thank you for finding us. Yeah, and I hope you guys listen to episode 28. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you if you get a chance, go back listen to episode 28. We just wrapped that up. Uh, it was it's an hour and about 50 minutes long, but it was a great conversation. Really, really good. We had uh, Jay and Aiden Pizarro. Yeah, yeah. cousins. Yeah, graduates, yeah. young men. Uh, great conversation we had. Uh, talk about future plans, um, backup plans, all that kind of stuff, and it's really worth a listen. I think there's a lot of valuable things that you can gain from that if you go back and take a listen. So you don't want to miss that. But here we are with part two. That's right. Without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guests. Who's our guests? They're actually returning guests. Returning Both of them. guests. Making our debut. You know. <laughs> Oh just Lord! Kidding. Oh, that's your daughter, bro. Her, so we had to come back. Yeah, <clears throat> that's why they had no views. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got Annie, Annie Pena, you know Ernie's daughter. Oh, <laughs> this and is gonna be good. And we have Cat, Kathy, I'm back now with the awesome radio voice. Yes, mm. yes. Still practicing. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Not so. It's. Now this is um this is interesting and because Annie just graduated high school, yeah. class of twenty twenty two, all right. Oh yeah, shout out to uh, uh class of twenty twenty two. Can we get a round of applause? Yes, you were really about to clap, weren't you? I was. <laughs> she was like, mm, I'm gonna clap. No, oh, no, they're they're fake. <clears throat> so she's here. And uh, so it's really, really good because we're going to be diving into these questions with her. But I'll let Raymond take care of the questions for her. Um, And one of my most exciting parts about this episode is that we get to get a recap and update with Kathy, which is which is really, really good, which is great. (laughs) Yes, we're excited. We're excited. And so let's dive right into you, Kathy, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. And so, Kathy, the last time uh, came on the show, last minute ad, had no idea what kind of questions, and she did phenomenal. Blew it out of the water. Phenomenal. You did great, Kat. Thank you. Thank you. Did your thing, girl. All right. <clears throat> but now the update part is really, really interesting, right? Because so you had graduated high school 2019, and just a little bit of recap on on Kat. Graduated high school 2019 and then enrolled right into college that same year. Mm -hmm. And then COVID hit. And then boom, everything shut down, Mm -hmm. which caused you to whatever classes that you were having had to go online immediately. And that sucked. 
It sucked at first getting used to it, but then later on it kind of became a blessing anyway. It became a norm because you were able to do it remotely and still be able to go to work mm-hmm. full time. Yep. Right? And so that helped you. That became a blessing. Now, um, you were in an IV program from freshman year into high school, which made you think about what came after graduation, mm-hmm. which made it easy for you to answer these questions. And so in the six months of you graduating, you actually enrolled into college then COVID hit and everything transitioned to online classes. But um, now you also mentioned that within six months, you were trying to pay off a school loan or your idea was to pay off school loan before college graduation. Mm -hmm. And you're due to graduate at that time, which was a year ago, you were due to graduate December of this year. So December would be graduating early. Um, and then you still have like that six month period, you know, like grace period for paying, paying off your student loan. So I have paid, um, since then I've paid 3000 off. Mm. So I only have about four left. Wow. So I've been paying it little by little to hopefully not have to any, um, nice, but yeah. you're still on target to graduating mm-hmm. yeah. in December. Hopefully. 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 Yeah. yeah okay. It's just, it's a lot with the teaching exams. You don't know when you get your scores back, if you have to go again, um, so if all goes well, it'd be December. If not, it would be May, which is my regular timeline. Um, which is fine. I would have a semester off, which I haven't had in, I've been back to back for the past two years, man. Cause I've been trying to graduate early. Hey, that's good. But, um, I've had to learn, you know, that was plan B is having a semester off and just keep working and saving and paying off the loan and then student teach next spring and then graduate regular time in May. So those are two different options. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. My question that I had for you here was, how's that coming along? How's all that? Are you still on target? But like you mm-hmm. just explained, you are still somewhat in target, but graduating in December would be graduating early. Yeah. And in all actuality, May is the actual goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So your so new six months goal for you. What is it, Kat? New six months would just being okay if all of the tests don't come back in time or I don't pass that I just have a new sort of chapter in my life. I've never not been in school. I've been in school since I was three years old. So that's going to be different for the first time in your life. First time you will not, not be in school, not doing something. Yeah. Oh, so that kind of scares me. What's Kathy going to do with herself, bro, man? Cause as you guys know, I have no social life at school. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like at first I was upset. I'm like, I'm doing all this work, put out a loan, to kind of like be ahead and then now there's like a chance that I might not be ahead and just being okay with that um which I think I am now hmm so okay so you're going you, you pull out the loan to get ahead right mm-hmm. and that's your goal so how far are you going with your degrees because I know people who who mm-hmm. go from you know um, bachelor associates to bachelors yeah. to masters to doctorate so what is your I What's think your I'm goal? just going to do bachelor's. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really expensive to go to school. Yeah. I had I had paid a, the summer of 2020, I paid a semester out of my own pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and so going to grad school, now that I'm alone and not off my parents' financial, um, I have to pay it for myself. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think I, I want to even do teaching for that long. It's just to do something. Um, it's a whole so, other ball game then. Yeah. Because with my parents, I would get more money in a way. Because right. um, you'd still be a dependent under mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Right. And then my dad was in the military, so you kind of get some grants with that. Right. 
but um, it would be like all out of pocket. So more student loans, and then you have to be working to pay your student loans. Right. So at th- that point, it's like, is it even worth it? Now, I have a question. Do you qualify for any like uh, student loan forgiveness? Not yet, I don't think. Not yet? Mm-hmm. Have you looked into it? Yeah, I have. Okay. I don't. Th- I think because it has to be a certain amount of, of debt that you have. Okay. Because I don't have that. You know, it's I not that much in the grand much, scheme of yeah. things, yeah. I know people who have fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars plus uh, in um, in uh, student debt, mm-hmm. and uh, my, my mother in law, my um, wife's father's wife, uh, she's a OBGYN, and she's been she delivered Raymond, so that lets you know wow. how long she's been doing it for, yeah. and um, she still has, I want to say over a hundred thousand dollars worth of student loan, mm-hmm. uh, student debt. So yeah, I know I can. It can get. Yeah, I have. I have it can become a burden. That she went to nursing school, and then she got married, had kids, and she's been a nurse for ten years. And she's like, I just paid off my last bit. Yeah. And wow. she was like, if you can go to school with the least amount of debt or no debt, she's like, do it so you can enjoy your life yeah, afterwards. Yeah. But I think she she did qualify. That's why I brought her mm-hmm. up. She qualified for it. So I see what you're saying. When yeah. there has to be a certain amount, but yeah. So when when it comes to now, that's that's interesting, right? As far as that topic goes, for the student debt forgiveness program i know that since since covid happened there's been a lot of government programs <clears throat> that are kind of like uh they they call it a forgiveness program mm-hmm. right but in all actuality it may not be a forgiveness program it may just be a pause yeah until you're able to pay it off oh is that what it is and well that's that's what why i wanted to talk about it is is because i, I know that <clears throat> when we had a home before we sold it we kept on getting offers um from the the bank saying hey uh b- due to covid you know we have a a loan forgiveness program or whatnot right mm-hmm. but the loan forgiveness program all it did was just put a pause on mm-hmm. the payments that you were making for your mortgage at that time mm-hmm. and then later on when you're ready to pay them again they would just add on it's almost like your monthly payments are on pause right until you're good and then when you're good, then they can start back up and you have an option of paying whatever the amount was that you missed, the months, the months that you missed in one shot, or they add it to the end of your it loan. It pushes your payoff date back. Right. It pushes your payoff date back. Now, that's in the mortgage world, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what it looks like in the... In yeah. The, well, for me, for when COVID happened, I actually lost a grant because of COVID because I wasn't full-time on campus. So oh, that's wow. why I had to pull out the loan. But you couldn't even But it be wasn't full-time. even my fault. Exactly. Right. Um, but what they did is I think... The begin the end of last year they gave you like a CARES Act. I think you got like a thousand dollars, but that was it. Um, and I think this upcoming fall, if I do go to school, they do give us more money. Um, so that would go towards the loan that I do have. Right. Um, so it takes them a while to give you that money back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they're really really quick to dish out these forgiveness things, but mm-hmm. in order when they owe you money, it's kind of yeah. like they take <laughs> a sweet time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the catch, right? That's there. the way it works. All right. Cool. So that's those are your new goals from six months mm-hmm. from today, which would be December. Uh, just is is that it? With I think um, also too. I've been thinking about it recently. Is just putting. I think I put my health on like the back burner for a long time because of school. So just getting into like a new routine of going out more. Um, even if it's just like going out for thirty minutes, just being more active outside instead of using school. I've done it for a long time as an excuse. Um, just like, oh, no, I can just get this homework assignment done instead of going outside for a walk or right. doing some online, um, like, workout class. I've always put that 
you know, in the back. So in the next six months, I would like to put that more on like a priority. So you you found a new uh, a newfound focus on your mental and your mm-hmm. physical health. Because I f- like this spring semester was probably like the worst semesters ever. Um, I was going to school from like eight to two thirty, and then going to work from three to ten. Mm-hmm. So then I would come home, do homework, you know, cook because I'm by myself now, and then go to bed at like one in the morning to do the whole thing over again so it was like i was tired i was exhausted and then it was affecting everything else in my life too of how i was you know yeah you know they say you know all work and no play yeah makes got the uh, sad girl (laughs) very sad and it's true it's true yeah yeah yeah. now you gotta have that downtime what's what's interesting is that if you if 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 you're like cuz you're dedicated to your school man you're dedicated to your academics that's all you know that's all you've given yourself to and then with that going away looking for something else to fill and you saying that you want to focus more on 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 your physical health and your mental health right and giving your time to that if you apply any type of dedication that i know you <laughs> you're capable mm-hmm. of applying you're going to see big changes. And that's what I was, I was like thinking about too. Like, I know I can do it. I just have to set aside the time to do it. That's Mm -hmm. it. And because school takes up so much, um, I feel like it's kind of, I don't know. I'm not where I think I would want to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I hear you. Wow. I'm excited to see those results. So yeah, we'll see in six months. I'm excited to hear that podcast. It's coming. I'm excited to see that podcast. Yeah. That was another one. Um, just because, so Gabby right now is, she's going to nursing school Oh, she's about to go, but she's working two jobs this summer because in nursing school, she can't work that much. And she has a little bit of bills that she has to do. So she wants to save so that way she can live off of it. Um, so hopefully we can work that into her schedule once she starts. Yeah. Okay. And have you guys thought about, you know, what kind of podcast you want to end up doing? I think we just want to make it seem as like, kind of like you guys do real and raw conversations. We always talk to each other just because we're super close and I feel like there's other girls or other people that grew up in church that might want to listen to what we have to say. Right. So oh, they could be able to benefit from those conversations. Yeah. yeah. Some, some people who either don't have an older sister or don't have sisters at all or don't have a, a mother, motherly figure or someone they feel comfortable to talk to um, in church or at home can be able to get some of that advice. Yeah. Or m- maybe not having someone to be able to bounce those ideas mm-hmm. off of. And then tuning in on one of you guys' episodes, and it's like, yeah, that's exactly what's going mm-hmm. on in my mind, and these girls are talking about it, yeah. you know. So that's that's perfect. Because we're like, if we didn't have each other, we wouldn't know who we would go to, really. Right, and what to do with all these mm-hmm. emotions and the different struggles yeah. that you went through. Exactly, because like we've gone through a lot together since we were little, so it's been good to have each other in that way. That's good. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a pretty good box. I mean, I'd listen in. Yeah. yeah. Just to be nosy. And, and that can also be <laughs> like a part what, of your, you know, your, your, your downtime, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, talking, just having yeah. a good conversation is a form of, you having know, having a hobby. I'd say, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to say therapy, but. But it is. Y- yeah. Oh, it is mental health. I yeah. think, you know, <clears throat> that it could help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I, I enjoy these conversations mm-hmm. do a lot for me. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, so, she'll, yeah. She'll come over sometimes and then we're just you know talking for like 30 minutes an hour and it's 
very therapeutic to say it out loud because you can hold that in for a long time thinking oh, that yeah. you know oh you know they're doing okay they don't really want to listen to what i have to say but no like you need to get that out of your system mm-hmm. yeah so now with those conversations have you like said oh, afterwards? Whole notebook, and i have a whole notebook of stuff that oh, we talked about oh snap <laughs> son she's yeah. ready to go Kanda's like yeah please let me know she that's good animal. that's but, cool yeah. that's awesome i'm excited to hear it yeah it's coming one day one day yeah Oh, and then cool. just learning, you know, all the equipment stuff and all the. Oh, we got you. He's got you. Aspects. <laughs> <laughs> this is not much. I, this is this is a little advanced. We didn't start like this, but mm-hmm. um, it's it's not hard, you know. Uh, it could even just be a cell phone between y'all two. Mm-hmm. One you each get an earpiece. You know how they get a little microphone in line with the <laughs> with the earphones. It actually sounds Look, decent. We're talking about Kathy here. Like she does That's things. That's the thing too is I'm like a perfectionist. She's, yeah, she's like no, if me she's too. gonna do something. It's like no, nah, let's let's do this legit. I'm the, be, I'm the same way. I would like to be consistent with it too. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. if you're gonna be ouch, ow, yeah, way to make us feel bad. <laughs> so I, was like, I know, you know, she's gonna be doing clinicals and classes. So I was like, if we have to do like. I'm just saying. We still got. We still got to get that sound bite from Milton. <laughs> Milton, I know you're listening to this because uh, your baby's on the, the, the on the podcast. Whistle. The famous whistle. We man. need that whistle. That hot air coming out. That. <laughs> if we get that sound bite, I'll have him put it on a voice memo. Something. Dope. I need Milton. Dope. I love you. All right, bro. <laughs> Come on, help us out. <laughs> yeah. All right, Annie. Go ahead, Raymond. Okay. So Annie, examine my daughter. Examine Anna, Annalette Pena on the on the stage on the stand. Um, the hot seat. So six months from now, Annie, you just graduated. Congratulations again. Thank you. What goals do you have in mind? Six six months from now, what do you see? So actually, um, I don't want to like wait to like do go into like. School school or whatever um i'm actually looking to go to trade school to be an esthetician mm. uh, let me just elaborate a little bit on that because not a lot of people know what like that is that's a 20 point word go ahead <laughs> <laughs> so basically it's like people who like um do beauty almost like cosmetology but not really um yeah. they do like lashes like your wax your facials skincare like, a lot of the skincare a lot of like basically your outward appearance that's like like you know it's always booming. The the industry is always booming for people, and it's right. getting even more expensive too. But um, I'm looking to um, get my certification or to start um, this coming up September. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to put in all my paperwork actually now, or starting the process of like applying for financial aid and right. like starting that process to be able to su- submit my application, um, so that I can pursue that. Right. Okay. So let me say this slow because I don't want to mess this. Wor- have you found a school that offers esthetician studies? Yes. So is it, lo- it's local? So it's in Virginia beach. Centura mm-hmm. um, does, Centura um, community college. They also have one in Chesapeake that offers that program. Nice. But it's really tricky to get into that program because it's mainly like hand selected. And since a lot of people are, it's a lot of people are wanting to pursue this. Mm-hmm. So they're very tricky with it. But, um, one of the ladies in the church, um, gave like she's like look this casey? Is other yeah casey mm-hmm. um she's like there's shout out to casey shout out to casey, man. casey she helped me a lot yeah she's starting up with her esthetician she's doing business her masters now. she's yeah. getting her master's she already has her regular so she's gonna get her master's at the same institute that i'm trying to get into mm-hmm. and so i have a lot of i'm looking forward to it i'm excited because That's I, awesome. I 
I was like, I don't want to, I made a decision last year that I didn't want to be in college. Like, I was like, honestly, I really don't like school. I don't want to put up with it. I don't want to put myself in a lot of debt that I'm just going to regret. Mm-hmm. And I went to volunteering at hospitals and stuff because that's what I was really pursuing. Yeah, and you did that for a while. I remember mm-hmm. that. I did it for like almost like a year until like COVID <clears throat> hit, actually. Yeah. And I loved it, but I was like, I don't think I want to go to school for this. I don't, I don't see myself doing it in the long run. Right. And I would rather like, you know, enjoy like, you know, helping other people feel good about themselves, like being confident in themselves as well, because I love beauty, like, you know, all these little things. And if I can get a certification, make money off of it, why not? Why not enjoy my job? Yeah. Even though I know it's going to be hard work and eventually I want to, you know, get my master's as well and make my own business out of it because I don't think I'm going to be here for that long, depending on if, you know, if my parents get sent out or something like that. When? Yeah. Well, when Mm -hmm. um, they get sent out, um, that I'll be able to take it with me and I'll be able to like use it wherever I go because this, this industry is everywhere all over the world. Right. So you put some thought into it. Mm -hmm. You've already done your, your legwork. You've already said, talked about filling out applications, you know where to go. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know your why, Mm -hmm. because you want to, you, you enjoy it and you want to make people feel good about themselves. Mm -hmm. So that's very good. Very good. Um, and also, you know, you, you, we, the same way we talk to the, the guys about, you know, they, they're not big into school either. Um, you know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. We've heard that before. Mm-hmm. And so, um, again, the entrepreneurial spirit, you know, you want to open your own business, it's very flexible, you know, mm-hmm. you, you can, you can establish your own hours, your own workload and that's very good. And even tying that into your, your parents being sent out, you know, you kind of have that foresight and say, you know what, I can do this forever. Mm-hmm. That's great. So good, good. Okay. So that's six months from now, right? Right. A year out from now. A year out from now, I want to at least be working in a, like a, wherever, um, so it's almost like a spa sometimes these people have or people like run out a suite and like have like people that they work with and they mm-hmm. do you know, they're estheticians and they do other people's like lashes and stuff like that. I want to be like, if I don't have my master's yet, I still want to be like trying to work that out, even if I don't have my master's. So when you say master's, you're not talking about a master's degree. No, no, no. Like a master's certification. Yeah. Because okay. So there's two, there's like two steps to like getting your certification. So you can choose to just get the regular certification, which, you know, is everything is everything included. But to get into your master's as well, it's just to go like more into depth, like deeper things, like into right. like you know that field, um, and that's like eighteen months. So it's actually not a long time. It's right. pretty, you know. I mean, it will pro- probably will get really challenging, but I see myself like work work wise. I see myself already trying to be in that field already, already um, getting the taste of how it is to manage people, to mm-hmm. manage a business, like learning tips as well as lot. Like, you know, alongside of me working to getting, you know, my master's. Right. Um, in church, honestly, I hope that we're sent out by next year. Yeah. Honestly, that's, I mean, I see that in my, you know, my family. I see that. Yeah. And being um, out there. And then. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, possibly already um, in my personal life. <laughs> The worst part for my dad, (laughs) 
I want to be like dating, like officially. I'm talking right now, but I want to be like dating. That makes sense. So Christian dating. Yeah, Christian dating. In a year. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we already kind of know the timeline because we from the previous episode. Mm -hmm. And and it's no secret the elephant in the room has been released, right? Exactly. Um, Thank you. Aiden's goals is to go to Tampa. Mm -hmm. Now, um, the long distance thing, like this is this is the reality of it, right? Because he's. He's going to Tampa. You're going here, and then even possibly there. We don't even know where your parents are going at this right. point, right? I'm saying Florida too, man. Oh, uh, you're praying for Florida praying as for well. Florida. Not beca- okay. Hold on, not because <laughs> ah, not. your dad's like Washington. If you can see Ernie's face right now, no. Ernie, want to chime in on that? We're going to Chicago, y'all. Chicago. <laughs> no, it's not because town. it's not because he's there too. I don't know. I Wait, is like there something behind family. that? Chicago. No, Chicago. I'm just saying it's cold. No, know? I think a cat just escaped out of a bag or something. Nah. No. Yeah. Get get it. Yeah. Uh-huh. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. No, no. That's so okay. That's a cat. <laughs> I feel like we have unfinished business down there. I feel like oh, we need to go back there. <clears throat> you okay. feel that. I we feel. Have okay. Unfinished business. You're right. Okay. It's huh. me, not you guys. You know, oh. maybe whenever I, you know, right. down the road, whatever. So. <laughs> Um, have you considered, have you, have you considered the long distance relationship? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're willing to. Yeah. It's not going to work. She's willing to move on. <laughs> That's what he thinks. I think That's that should be thinks. like a whole nother podcast topic. Bro. Yeah, relationships. Well, well, long, relationships? Yeah. relationships? Young relationships or just relationships? No, like I feel like young relationship yeah. because sometimes it's not just for older people. It starts when you're young. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just feel Rather like, it's tuck it, you know, right at the. Like some people like growing up in the church, you, you think there's just like this timeline. Okay. We have to court for two months, right. date for six months and then marry by like. It doesn't have to be like that. You can take your time. <clears throat> They're both really young. Right. Supposed to make sure still he's very the right immature. one. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you, Kathy. Just, I know just this. enjoy every about? moment of it without feeling like you have to live up to right. some timeline. That like, no, absolutely. Absolutely. If, no. Rush, if you rush through the process, it's going to be a lot of bumps. Yeah, all, yeah you're right. Ultimate, ultimate. Mixing. It's like a cake. Cake mix, you know. It should be something that you tell us about this cake mix. You got lumps in the cake mix, and then your your cake comes out looking weird. But if you keep mixing it until you see no bumps, right? Mm. And you bake it, and you bake it, and then it comes out perfect. Not Mm. saying that you know we're perfect, but I'm saying that it tastes good. It tastes good. So you, so so (laughs) where'd this conversation just go? Oh my gosh, Kathy! Oh my gosh! What's the next question? Oh my goodness! Bro, <laughs> really, bro? Hey, man, sorry, she said it. I had You're to get choked out, son. So, like, never mind. Let me stop. <laughs> Next. Oh my gosh. So no, that's fine. And you talking about you know so the cake bad. batter working out lumps, and Aiden admitted to himself that he has some things that he has to work out. And me as well. And it's both of us. We're right. still growing. We're still still growing, still, still maturing. maturing. Life is very dynamic, and 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 ultimately that's what we that's what we're getting at here. With the with the later questions, you know, sometimes life doesn't go as planned, but right. we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that was a year from now. Mm-hmm. So let me ask Kathy now. Let me cut in. <laughs> okay, you go had for another it. One for no, no, <laughs> no. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> let me let me jump I in. I think here he's done with the relationship question. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's to move on. He's move go on. Back to it's it's really just uncomfortable <laughs> zone. Right along. His head was pulsing. <laughs> <laughs> the oh. headphones almost broke. <laughs> oh, bro, you guys are bad, bro. They can't stretch that far, bro. <laughs> 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 All right, Kathy. So a year from now, right? You, mm-hmm. Kathy. What I what I had written down for you last year's episode was you didn't want to move out too soon because you didn't want to upset your parents, which is a big thing because of how close you are to your family. Mm-hmm. Also, you didn't want to move out without having enough money saved up, right? Looking back, was it a good call to wait to move out simply because you didn't want to upset your parents or could have moving out sooner have been better for you considering the circumstances at the time? I think moving out later was, I think, the best decision um, just because I wanted to leave on good terms. Good. So I wanted to make sure that everyone was okay with it. And not that I was leaving like out of rebellion. We talked about the reason why, you know, I feel like I need to stay in Norfolk. Talked to pastor about it, too, because I was like, pastor, like, you know, my parents more, you know, the best, sometimes better than I know them. And yeah. so just how to approach a situation without stepping on anyone's toes. Or so you actually went to pastor mm-hmm. for guidance on how to approach your parents in presenting the idea of not following them to Chesapeake, but mm-hmm. staying in Mama Church in Norfolk. Mm. Yeah, he was the first person that I called. Wow. Once they got sent out, I was thinking about it. I was actually praying for like a couple months of when is the right time? How, you know, how would I know? And then once my parents got announced, I just felt like this... Like, not a burden, but, like, this, like, weight lifted off my shoulders that yeah. I think it's time for you to just go on your own path. Mm. So then I called Pastor, and we talked about it, and he agreed that I think now it's time for you to walk in your own salvation mm. um, and kind of learn, you know, your next chapter of being an adult. No doubt. So then once I kind of spoke with him, I was able to talk to my parents. Um, and then, two, just making sure I had my finances in order to move out. Um, so I think that was, it was the right time. Okay. Well, all right. Well, that's, that's good. And now, how's it been living on your own <laughs> and the whole transition <laughs> since last year until now? Because last year, you were still living with them. Yeah. And so you were like a couple of weeks I was like or a, a month. I think a couple of days after the mm-hmm. podcast. After a couple of days that you began to mm-hmm. move out. So I moved first with a roommate, Miss Kiki. Shout out to Miss Kiki. For, um, from like end of June to October. Um, and then I had another friend of mine, um, Certain, you know, different situation. So I moved in with her from October to March. And I feel like, honestly, it was God's plan. I got to learn how to more like handle bills. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. that much living um, first with Kiki. It was like the amount went up. So I kind of gradually got to learn how to budget my money. All right. Um, and then just learn how, how to have a roommate, how to communicate. Mm. Um, and then how to with, live with someone else. Exactly. And then once I was, I moved with Ebony, um, which was my second roommate. Um, and then I really wanted to buy a house at first. That was my plan. But the market was just, it was horrible. Yeah. Um, and then in February, I found the place where I live now. Went to check it out. It was my first um, application. Um, wow. Went to go look it out. The place was a little bit scary at first. And mm. so I was like, I didn't go with my mom either. So I was like, am I really doing this? So then I, you know, put my application fee accepted it in february and then in march i moved in Mm. um i think 
it's been good so far. The hardest thing has been um, probably just knowing when not to be alone by yourself too much. Because mm-hmm. you can kind of like feel like your thoughts are kind of like consuming you. So you don't want to be believing it because it's not true all the time. Right. So just making sure that you're reaching out to people, being staying active, connected. staying connected. Um, my sisters come like every single weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we go make sure you don't yeah. make sure you're not staying in isolation so because, you know, like I said, this spring semester was like the worst for me, especially mentally. So making sure that I'm always, you know, calling a sister, calling my calling my mom or my dad. Um, now, just being active in church kind of mm-hmm. kept me going. Kat, can I just dig in a little bit deeper? And mm-hmm. if you feel comfortable, then cool. If not, then no worries. We can move on to the next thing. But what? This last springtime, what made it so difficult for you, like, as far as mentally? What um, were some of the struggles? Do you mind talk, yeah, talking about yeah. some of the struggles that you... you just catch my breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you're probably nervous, you know? Hey, let's take a deep breath. Yeah. We're all good here. We're all family, you know what I mean? But I do want to kind of tap into, like, what what kind of struggles did you find yourself in in the springtime that you had to kind of fight over if that you're currently trying to trying to win over? I think because I was just so used to being around people, full house, everyone's so loud, and you can never, like, not have time to not be bored in a way. Yeah. So then when you're just, like, by yourself, and you're just like, okay, I have to keep up with school, keep up with work, keep up with ministry, keep up with trying to have a social life, I feel like it was getting, like, at this point, I was just, like, checking off boxes. Mm-hmm. Going to church, check. So, you know, calling someone check. I feel like I just was just existing and just not living, living. And I was like, wow. I don't want to do just going this through anymore, the you know? So then um, I would call my mom and she's like, you know, you're almost done. And I'm like, if you tell me I'm almost done one more time, <laughs> <laughs> like I just want to drop out. And she's like, no, you can't do that. You're almost done. And so I felt because I would get like a sense of validation with school in a way where I was like, man, I really shouldn't get my validation from academics, you know, or from other people. I should be getting that from God. So then I was like, you know, I need to just be more setting aside, setting aside more time for like being in my word. So then I got like a devotional, started praying more and just reaching out to um, Deanna. She's like one of the people that I go to the most because at the same time I was like feeling where I didn't have any friends. Everyone was just Mm. kind of leaving or not into the same things or just having different priorities So I was like, I just feel like I'm by myself, you know? And she's like, well, you are by yourself, but you know, you can always, you know, call, call me or call somebody else. And so I was like, man, I really have to make sure that I'm not alone all the time because I can feel like I'm just going to give it all, Mm -hmm. you know? So, wow. So that's one of the things that, um, living by yourself, the transition of being in a house full of people Mm -hmm. and actually, being and being with family and then being on your own the reality of man i don't have anybody mm-hmm. and all i had that whole time was family mm-hmm. and then now coming to grips with that yeah and fighting that wow cat that's crazy i didn't even know you know i didn't mm-hmm. even know that you would that you would and like a lot of us we 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 see each other and we see each other at different uh church functions and different we socialize but we don't really um like I look at it as a reality check on me as a person, um, as as somebody who who would like to think that I that I care about people, but not once any of those times that I had you over, 
that I sit down and ask you, hey, are you okay? Mm-hmm. How's the transitioning happening? I think I just, I didn't you know? want someone to ask in a way too. I just like to keep to myself. And then, you know, I have younger sisters, so they come to me because they're a PK for the first time. They're yeah. going through their own things and they come to me and like, you know, kind of, we have vent sessions every week. Um, <laughs> we kind of go back and forth. I'm like, Dang, man, can I, I go to those? I'm trying to go to one of those. <laughs> and it's like, man, my problem isn't, you know, it's not that big. They're going through, they're so young. You know, they're going through all these things. They're going through their own mental battles and coming over. And they're in a new city. Not that many people, you know, they're not that many friends, too. So just kind of balancing of like, okay, when am I going to put my feelings out there? Right, because you're there, mm-hmm. right? As, as, as older sis, as mm-hmm. big sis, you're taking that in but at the same time it's like when am i gonna yeah who do i go to or when am i gonna finally be able to uh you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. not to the what but yeah but just again it say out. it out loud yeah but um so yeah that's so is that something that you would say that is uh that you're actively working at is being a little bit more open because yeah. like you said it's it's you're a very private person and you're not really you're almost like man i hope nobody asks me yeah, because yeah, I don't want to break down. Yeah, uh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Would you would you consider yourself like an introvert? Yeah, I would. I'm mainly an introvert. I tried to. Yeah, I'm open if I'm people, if I know someone, but mm-hmm. I think too, just because I've gone through things when I was little, that I'm scared to open up because right. th- that thing that happened to me is kind of like the root of every issue that I have. So right, yeah. right. I understand. Mm-hmm. So, would you say that? As of recently, you've kind of learned the value of opening up and and talking mm-hmm. to people to kind of release that. Yeah, like you said, you had you talked to you talked to um, Deanna, mm-hmm. you talked to Pastor, and have you, you found value in that? Has it helped you? Yeah, especially in times when you can feel like you're alone on an island, especially you're you're living by yeah. yourself and you're just in your thoughts. You know, mm-hmm. um, you find that value in being able to talk to people and kind of recalibrating yourself because if not you're just in your you're in your apartment and your thoughts are just bouncing all around and you have no one else to bounce them off of mm-hmm. and so this is not something that you are going through just alone this is just um this is a struggle that young people deal with or even adults yeah I feel when like they're just trying to figure out life mm-hmm. when they're trying to figure out what is this all about where do i find my place where do i find my worth right like you said you were finding your worth in your academics, right? And then you're kind of having the realization, like, I shouldn't be putting all my worth mm-hmm. behind my academic performance. I should be finding my worth in God, yeah. right? And this is this is something I think that is very valuable that people learn because, you know, if you put, your, you put all your trust, you put all your eggs in this one basket and then you drop that basket, all those eggs break, then what? Yeah, I was talking with Gabby too because not even just academics, but you can put all of your worth into another person right whether that be a friend you yep. know a guy that you're talking yep. to so we're going back and forth with that and just trying to find our worth in god rather than other things or other people you know and listening to this is real sobering and i'm saying this not like i i i'm i'm not looking at you as i'm, I'm talking to kathy mm-hmm. like you are adult kathy you know i'm not looking at you as my my good friend's daughter right and you're you're an adult you're you're by yourself for the first time in in this world and how we could take it for granted that we see each other every now and then at different functions 
and I'm just taking this note like as a as a reality check for me mm-hmm. as a person as as a man who considers himself a Christian, right? As a person who considers himself someone that likes to help somebody out. And when I said I I never asked, I never thought to ask you how how are you doing? That's that's not only for you, but that's that's to anybody else that's listening that if you know a single sister that is going to the church faithfully, you don't know like and she's by herself. Mm-hmm. It's a single mm-hmm. sister is a is exactly what 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 it sounds like. It's a single woman mm-hmm. living in this world and living by themselves. Man, it's okay for every now and then for you to see her and say, "Hey, how you doing? How like, you doing, sis? Like like for real, how's mm-hmm. everything with you?" Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that that can if more of us did that, mm-hmm. more, more of us walked around in this world, especially if we go to church. Mm-hmm. If more of us made more of an effort to reach out and to and I'm not asking for you to pour everything out, but maybe someone even asking you mm-hmm. to you, you might walk away and be like, man, I'm not here by myself. Yeah. There are people here that care. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to share this or open this with them, but at least I know that there's somebody that cares, you know, yeah. and then that right person that you can confide in asks you and you're like, no, things aren't all right. Can mm-hmm. can can we get up for, for coffee or something, mm-hmm. you know, or for lunch or something? And it creates that environment of hey, let me talk to somebody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you may not be the only one that... That's going through it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and, and like you said, you put your... You were talking with your sister about you could put your value or all your eggs in one basket, not only an education, but work and even relationships mm-hmm. and friendships. Mm-hmm. And we're human. We're going to let each other down. Yeah. Yep. If you put all... How, how many of us have felt betrayed because we put all our eggs in this one person mm-hmm. yep. and just for that person to kind of leave you hanging? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're like, man, I have no one. And I have then no you fall one, yeah. into some sort of depression mm-hmm. when, you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. If you could find your worth in something else, some, something greater, mm-hmm. then it doesn't have to be that way. And you don't have to be jaded or changed by someone who maybe let you down. Yeah. Cause, right. Because at the same time, we may not know what the other person's got going on either. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where empathy, tactical empathy comes in, where you put yourself in that person's shoes but normally, a lot of us just walk around. We want to worry about ourselves, right? So, you know, I, I just wanted to throw that out there. But definitely really, really good. And that was a reality check yeah. for me. Just Yo, as a absolutely. person. Just, just as a person functioning yeah. in our church, mm-hmm. bro. You know, we walk around and we got single sisters by, yeah. the, by the dozens. Yeah. Never have I in, in, in passing said, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how's, how's everything? Are you okay? You yeah. know what I mean? So... But another question that I got for you, because you mentioned a lot, so I wanted to cover a lot <laughs> of what you mentioned from the last, as far as like a full blown recap, right? Is um, how's the Excel spreadsheet been working out for you for budgeting since so you've uh, been kind adulting? Of, kind of. Uh, so I I haven't used it as much. I do write it down. I feel <clears> like <throat> I just have my planner with me all the time or my phone. So I kind of stopped using Excel, but I still write everything down. So like every paycheck, I'll put. And like you know, rent all of the bills, and because um, I have like the monthly calendar, in the just to see you know what I have to, to split. Um, so I think that works better for me. Okay, because like, so I was was getting too much. So that's yeah. a good transition yeah. right there, mm-hmm. because I know in the last you mentioned using or start beginning to yeah, use an Excel started, spreadsheet, and then I just because I'm in school, so I look at my planner every single day, every so day, to just keep to track see it what, and yep. remind it, and then I put reminders on my phone. 
mm. of when things are due and stuff. So that helps too. So pretty much using the utilities that you currently have on your person. Yeah. Right. You found for, what works for you. Yeah. Just like simplifying everything into one, you know, planner or phone. So that way it's easier. Yeah. That's, That's good. awesome. So last year you had one year's worth of salary saved up. Of rent. Yeah. How's that looking now? It's a little diminished. <laughs> um, <laughs> in this, so when we, when I, before I moved out, I had like 10 K saved up. Wow. And then moving is a little bit expensive, getting your own things. Yeah. Um, and then you get a bunch of blow up furniture. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, so, that's what us guys would have done. You ain't lying, so man. Was, blow up bed, lady, blow up couch, you know, she's blow up chair. So I had paid for like, a, I paid a summer tuition, which was 2,500 mm. out of my own pocket for a summer. So that kind of went out of the savings. And then in, um, I think it was last September. I uh, went to Puerto Rico for my grandfather's funeral, and I got me mm. and my mom tickets to go there. No oh, wow. Which it was like last minute, so that was like two thousand dollars there. Yeah. And then moving now, a deposit. So now. So you ended up paying for your mom to go and see her yeah. dad. Um, her grandfather. Her yeah. her her grandfather. So now it's wow. only about four, but I've been like putting back into it slowly. Mm-hmm. Um. Because when I was also in the spring summer, I was working less hours. Mm-hmm. So then just trying to budget because I moved at the wrong time. Well, not wrong time, but like I moved in March and my hours. Season? Yeah, yeah. I went to from 40 hours to 30 hours. Wow. So that was a big pay cut. Mm-hmm. So from like March to probably last month, everything was like super strict. I was like, no going now, no getting anything extra. You buckled down because yeah. you realized that you actually saw it and you felt it, huh? Yeah, because I was like, I had, you know, just enough for, and then inflation happened. So, um, but then now I started working my regular 40 hours. So it's, it's good now. But I do, it's another six month goal to kind of get back my back savings a little bit more. Yeah. To build mm-hmm. it back up. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah, All right. out of that. I'm trying to have 10K in my <laughs> account, bro. Hey. <laughs> Go for it. Oh. oh, yeah. But I did. I didn't even know you can do this. This is a little note for any, um, or for anyone listening. So you can make separate like savings accounts. So I put one for like an emergency fund that I'm just not going to touch. Mm-hmm. So I just put a certain amount there, and then I put a savings that I can occasionally go in if I want to, mm-hmm. and then I put one for rent and bills. So whenever I get paid, I just put it in there, let it sit there, I'm not going to touch it. Yeah. And then once payday comes, and I'll just take it out. That's really interesting because did anybody teach you that? <clears throat> Dang it. I was about to ask that question. No, I was just kind of, I, I was talking to Gabby and she was, I was like, can you add a savings? She's like, I don't know. So then I was looking through the Navy federal app. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I figured out you could do that. And I was like, Oh, so I just did that. That's interesting. So it's interesting that you made that. And, and, uh, and I asked if anybody taught you that because that's what I ended up doing years ago. Oh, okay. And, and so I ended up making more than one savings account. And then eventually you could even make another checking. Yeah. Yep. And, and so I have, I have, this is putting me out there, but mm-hmm. if it's going to help you or if it's going to help any young person listening or even an adult listening, if you didn't know that you could do this, I'm telling you that it's very, very effective yeah. to help manage your money and control your money, especially if you're the type of person that you know that your main checking account you use that for all purchases, mm-hmm. whether it's groceries or eating out mm-hmm. and gas and all of that good jazz, right? But you know that you have to set aside a certain amount for paying real mm-hmm. bills, like your mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. Like your rent and stuff like that. So I ended up making a savings account. My savings account, that's what we use. The, the money that's that's in there is for paying rent and or, mm-hmm. or mortgage, right? And, and then um, I have... Uh, a couple of other say a couple of other savings account, but I have another checking account that that's the emergency funds, 
And so I have that checking account, but I don't have that card, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Or I intentionally don't have that card, right? And so that's what I use to put my emergency funds and I can see it stack up. And I, I, I put it in the checking account because I don't know if uh, all, all banks are like this, but there's, there's certain accounts that you can't transfer out of if you have it in a savings account, if you have money in your savings mm-hmm. account. So if you want to wire it to like, let's say USA Bank or Bank of America or PNC Bank, if you have any of those those banking cards and you have them linked as transfers in your in your banking in in, in your banking account, you can't take money out from from your savings directly to that. That's good. To those outdoor accounts, you could only take it from a checking account, mm. and so that I can keep better track of where it's going to go to, right? For out checking accounts, then I keep it in a separate checking account within the same. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's just a tip right there. So I technically have two checking accounts and one savings account plus the kids savings account that I have mm-hmm. broken out which are for them so you, my navy federal front page looks really really long <laughs> it's you know screen. yeah it's the whole screen mm-hmm. you know whatever you got to do to make it work right mm-hmm. but that's really good that's really good and I'm glad that you said that and it's really interesting it, it just shows how um, smart you are <laughs> that you came up with that without anybody teaching mm-hmm. you that that's a really good way to control your money um so next is uh, we talked about the housing hunting. All right. You accounted last year for a range of for a one to two bedroom apartment here in Norfolk. You, you accounted for a range of seven hundred to twelve hundred dollars a month mm-hmm. for paying for that. How did this help you? And what would someone looking for housing now need to consider aside from inflation? Yeah, the market's gone up a lot. Yeah. Um, so mine right now is a two bedroom. I pay nine seventy five. Nice. Um, for a two bedroom and it has a washer and dryer. That's good. Like Even better. You don't have to go anywhere. The biggest thing That's for awesome. me because looking, there was like no washer and dryer. There wasn't even a laundry mat in the um, apartment complex, and it was in a horrible area. I have only a taser with me, so you know, so I can't live in a bad neighborhood. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah even like looking now it's like if i you know wanted to stay or wanted to look somewhere else but right now it's like minimum it's like 1200 to like 18 mm-hmm. for like a one bedroom or one it's in, crazy it's insane um so i would yeah just look at the area where it is like i'm not too far from like the highway still close to church and school i'm by the beach which is awesome it um, is a nice spot. Me and Josie got to go over there the other where, night. For uh, the first time. It's in Ocean View. It's Ocean, Ocean, okay, Ocean nice. View, but They've closer been, towards Shore Drive. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, it's a good area. They've definitely been doing a lot of work around Ocean View. A lot View. of work. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to live in Ocean View back in like yeah, no, or the 90s. Even like, I heard it was bad. Yeah, I but, think like near First View and that side, they yeah. have more flooding over there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's another thing. I was looking at like flooding areas. Because <laughs> I was like, I my little hoopty wow. Honda is not going to make it. And then another thing, which is, for me, I'm a single girl looking if there's any sex offenders in the area. Wow. I'm like, I don't have my dad with me. I don't have any protection So you me. looked that up. Yeah. Because I know that now you could look up and they could mm-hmm. show you a map of <laughs> sex offenders and where they live. Yeah. Man, I was so different. How old are you? Uh, 21. Man, I was so different. Like, <laughs> of course, I had bro. none of these considerations. Bro, we're I think, retarded. I think it's because my Hey, what are you guys doing out here? Selling drugs? All right, cool. <laughs> I live in 3B. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because my mom was like that too. Like since you know we're all girls, um, <clears throat> the school people in the area. So even like buying a house, I was the same way too. Like there was this house that I really wanted, but there was one like down the street, and I was like, I can't. You know, yeah. you never know what's gonna happen. I have people over. Yeah, I'm by myself. So yeah. Wow, I like how many considerations you have. Yeah, 
It's very mature. She's got a plan to a plan to a plan to a plan. Plan to a plan to a plan. So any any goals for one year from now? So next June, where do you see yourself? What do you see yourself accomplishing? One year from now, I hope to be graduated with my bachelor's and hopefully close to paying off all of my debt. I think I have until November of next year before that interest hits. So I want to have everything paid off before then. Um, in better shape mentally, physically, in mm-hmm. every area, just closer with God. Um, hopefully have a godly group of friends would be great. Besides yeah. lovely Annalette Pena no, right here. Just us two, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, that, that was another the thing. front lines. <laughs> that kind of went through in the spring was just figuring out a balance of like hanging out with obviously people from church but knowing when to because obviously there's a p- bunch of teens in my age that are backslidden so just knowing like you know righteousness just, over relationship yeah and yeah. just knowing like i was talking with deanna i was like when like where is the line where do i make it you know i love them i want to invite them out a lot of them know where we are still mm-hmm. you know about god they're just still choosing not to do the right thing, you know? So she's like, you know what? All you can do is just be an example. You mm-hmm. keep fighting the fight. You keep doing what you're doing, and they're going to see that, and they're going to want the same thing and end up coming back. Yeah. So just, you know, keep praying for them, and that's all you can really do. No. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's any, true. any other goals uh, a year from now, by next June, that you would like to see? Um, my mom would say married, but that's, like, way too soon. Your mom would say yeah. married? She's like, casate ya? I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't You're know. Like, I feel like I've been more open to the idea, but I just want to be done with school before even doing that. Right. And just getting myself ready. If I'm not ready f- myself and loving myself the way mm-hmm. that I know God loves me, then I need to right. wait a little bit. Right. So I feel like in a year from now, I'll be a better version of myself to have, you know, being in a relationship or even open to the idea of talking to someone in general because I've never talked to anybody. Okay. So, so. You know what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Do you know the steps? I think right now it's just like my own self, which is getting into like a a better routine of putting my health and my mental health first instead of putting school or other people's lives in, before mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, just setting aside, you know, that time to just really focus on myself. Right. No, so do you think that you would have to tap into, or if you haven't already, tap into the art of saying no and when to say it? Yeah. I think because of this past spring of just trying to be alone, then I'm like saying yes to every fellowship and every hangout. Yeah. And I'm like, sometimes, you know, it's good to just have alone time, but still yes. find a balance with that. Or even seeing family, love to see them come all the time. But I have to say no sometimes. You know, I have to mm-hmm. do this or have a work thing or school thing. Um, but just learning a balance in every aspect. Of that. Yeah. yeah, no, that's good. You know, you know, the same way that the the Bible says that you, if you're not taking care of home, then you're not able to take mm-hmm. care of the church or, you know, God's business. It's the same way when it comes to your own personal health, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you don't take care of yourself, if you can't love yourself properly, you're going to, you're going to find it really hard to give other people 100% if mm-hmm. you don't even give yourself 100%, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, it's very it's very important, and it's not selfish. Mm-hmm. It's not selfish. I think selfish. that's what I've had to learn, too, is, like, right. it's not selfish, you know? Right. But I think because growing up at home in the church, you know, the people come first. Mm-hmm. The church comes first. Yeah. New converts. Yeah. Follow up. 
your family and yes they do but you also have to learn the balance of putting yourself there because (laughs) you can give everything and then have nothing left for yourself and you're just like i said just existing and just yep yeah and And that's and that's something i'm sorry that's that's something me and the wife had to figure out also because then you know uh as new converts you know and you know just as you know super ambitious you know christians you you don't want to say no to things you, mm-hmm. you hear sermons and and you and you swear every sermon is targeted to you even though it may not but mm-hmm. you just feel that conviction for every single sermon right and you're like man i could be doing more i could be mm-hmm. doing more and then you you get an unhealthy balance to where you're just saying yes 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 mm-hmm. yes to everything and you're you're drained like you have no time to refill yourself so that you can so i got to the we got to the point where we we didn't feel bad saying no because we knew that by saying no, we would increase our capacity to do a better job in a more focused way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Instead of, um, uh, there's a saying, um, um, don't confuse being busy with being effective. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what we got caught up in. We were just busy and we weren't really being effective. And so once we figured that out, you know, we said, you know, we're going to, we're going to, say no to a few things, you know, make sure that we're okay so that we can give ourselves completely and the right way mm-hmm. to, to the things of God. And so, yeah, it's very important. Yeah. So back to Annie, we've had you quiet for too long. I'm sorry. It's okay. I was getting nuggets. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of chicken nuggies there. Yeah. Um, so we, we already said five years from now, right? We've already, um, is that a year from now? Did we say five? No, no, so she got the six months, the year, and now it's five, five years from now. Five years from now. Where would you see well, yourself? In five years from now, I see myself managing my own business. Nice. Um, I see myself um, possibly married. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and um, his head is pulsing. Yeah, pulsing. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of, I don't. I would say five years, because, you know, like, I've thought about this. I'm like, if I get married in two years, I want to enjoy my marriage for three years, and then I'll start having a kid, because I want to enjoy my marriage before I have a kid, because I don't want to, like, you know, yeah, I think of stuff like that. So, in five years, I probably could have a kid. Daddy, chill. (laughs) Bruh. (laughs) Well, that was a lot. But, yeah, I want to be, like, the more important thing. Granny's like, marry Jesus. (laughs) Oh my God! Okay, hey, um, but mainly starting like having my own business already. And, like, right, right. Okay, so that's your major. That's mainly what you're focused on in the next five years. Is you would like to see yourself as a business owner, man? Mm-hmm. So you're gonna be a business owner, homeless, but with <laughs> married and possibly a kid. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, bro. Okay, so let's Anyways. so let's so now that that's Lord been brought up. Let's dig a little. Let's dig a little deeper. Let's dig a little deeper. Um, five years. What what state are you in? Are you are you possibly are you still where your parents are? Or are you? Um, that depends on when I get married because I don't want to move out before um, like I'm married. I'd rather stay right. over the covering like of my parents, having that extra protection. And honestly, I don't think I'd probably. I mean, I'd probably be like, yeah, I'm ready. But like, actually, like, right. you know, I'd rather just move out whenever you know i am getting married you now know? now you mentioned i'm going back to your analogies here of the the batter the cake batter and uh-huh. working out those lumps right 
do you feel like your lumps are worked out? Oh, no. Heck no. <laughs> wow. I like how you asked me and you answered. <laughs> I'll let you answer first. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so you Definitely feel like, not. so in, in, in five years, um, where would you like to see yourself like, like mentally also, like maturity-wise, like where do you see it? Let, let the record hard. show that Ernie has his knife out right now. <laughs> <laughs> or being held hostage. No, no mentally, um, <clears throat> I want to be in a lot better state than I am now. Or like, I honestly need to ground myself more spiritually for sure. Mm, okay. Like, you know, like you go through those phases where like you see yourself like slacking like some bit. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you hear the, you're preaching, you're like, man, I need to really, like, get back into it. It's not just saying it. It's one thing saying it and one thing doing it. Right. Like, but that's something that I am, like, continuously working on. And I want to be, like, just, I want to be to someone that's, like, looks up to, like, as an example. Like, like me for Kathy. Like, that's how mm-hmm. I think of Kathy. Like, so I go sweet. to her. <laughs> like, I go to her, like, you know, for things that I'm dealing with because, I mean, recently we connected a lot because, like, we're going through similar situations, even mm-hmm. though they're kind of different. But, like, our emotions are very in the same place. Mm-hmm. And so, like, being that for someone else as well, not trying to be in the same state, mm-hmm. obviously, but, like, being able to, like, help someone get back on their feet, help someone, you know, like, find confidence in their self because that's right. very valuable. I mean, you can't. You can't love someone else if you can't love yourself. Yeah. And you have to fall in love with yourself before you fall in love with anyone. And that's very, very true. Like, I went through a stage where I was like, you know, I depended my happiness on other people. Mm -hmm. And then when they weren't there no longer, I was very depressed. So that's that's a that's a that's a immature way. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it teenagers tend to it's do part that of growing, yeah. it's part of growing up you know mm-hmm. you realize you, you when you were when you were younger the things that made you different were the things that were unique about you that mm-hmm. were interesting mm-hmm. right. but you just wanted the acceptance from your peers so you kind of like mm-hmm. you seek their acceptance but i know you it, it's it's all part of growing you know yeah, yeah but i think at the <clears> same <throat> time like i see where she's coming from because that's something that is very real and it's a weird stage that a lot of different people go to mm-hmm. in different walks of life in different age groups right because she's speaking about it from from an aspect of an a uh, young 18 year old and 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 having you know very close relationships and then seeing those relationships naturally grow apart right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which and is what she was talking about that we're going kind of through the yeah same that thing. you yeah. and that <laughs> kathy's going through mm-hmm. also where right she's like man some very really close relationships and now they're growing apart and it's like why mm-hmm. it, it, like everything yeah. in you wants to hold on Mm-hmm. for dear life but then you realize that you may be the only one that's holding on yep mm-hmm. you know and it's like you feel yourself being strained or feel yourself maybe even being rejected no that's a big thing and mm-hmm. so that being able to balance that out as far as how do you let that go you know because here you are you've you've given yourself to this person or, yeah. or these these people you know and then then you see them move moving on like if your relationship doesn't mean anything, meaning anything, yeah. I know adults that have been through. Oh that. yeah, oh and yeah. It it goes along with it. Sometimes you need to let go of a relationship that's that is very rapidly could very rapidly be turning co- very toxic. Yeah, 
you know, and that toxicity is now leaving a stain because you try to hold on Mm -hmm. when really you got to just let go. You just got to let go, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, because then you can start to be like, man, was I just like not a good enough person or a good enough friend that they would do this and that or that they would go. Could I stop them? Yeah. Yeah. So you start to like go in your own head of like, man, what could I have done to keep them from doing that or leaving or going with this person? And so as we were talking about, Mm -hmm. like you nothing that you can do you know? it's, yeah it's a bad thing and if, if you dwell on it for too long without saying anything you start to blame yourself you start to blame yourself yeah. and it starts to be like you you like condemn yourself to that and yeah and you're like i could have done i could have done more did yeah. i do everything like, that i could have uh, done you could you could start getting into depression right yeah. like mm-hmm. depression mm-hmm. could be able to, you start opening up that door mm-hmm. to depression thinking that you're the one that that could have probably maybe at a different time you you seen an open door and you didn't move right mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. How many other Christian people, Christian teens, you know, may have maybe going through the same thing where they have friendships that they could possibly see. And it's like, man, people are going to be people. Yeah. And and ultimately, you cannot control what another person does. And so goes really, the war. You really have to tap into like it, it be righteous or like your righteousness over relationship. relationship. Mm-hmm. That's key because. You don't want to be, I don't want to say like unequally, like, oh, we're not on the same level. No, it's just that you don't, if you surround yourself by bad people, you become like them even if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. It's just naturally going to happen. It's either mm-hmm. you're going to be a leader or you're going to be a follower. Mm-hmm. And I know with my past that like, you know, whoever I am around, I tend to be like them. I know that's me. And that's something I'm breaking out of. I'm like, no, this is what I stand for. This is who I am. This is what I'm not going to do. Like, I'm no longer going to be like that. But if you surround yourself or, like, you know, without even thinking that you're slipping into that mindset that they are, like, you won't see it. It'll sneak up right on you. Mm-hmm. And, like, then you're in there and you're like, oh, well, I'm just like them. Might as well just be with Might them. Might as well stay here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to do that. So. so as, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Like, even thought? with, like, social media, too, you see mm-hmm. that they're, they're out in the world. You know, they're doing great. And it's like they're really not. They're mm-hmm. really depressed. They're really just filling a void with oh, yeah. partying, drinking, boyfriends, smoking, and smoking or having They only sex. put the good pictures yeah. out there. Right. They only put the highlight of the yeah. day when they were just crying before posting that, yeah. you know, or right mm-hmm. after. Yeah. So Jeez. just knowing that not everything you see online is it's reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's no, right. that's really good. That's really good. Um, so moving along a little bit, we're at, we're at an hour and five minutes. I'm not sure if we'll go (laughs) an hour 45, like the last episode. Our content is better than the boys. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is definitely, this is definitely, (laughs) definitely great conversation, but I want to keep it guided a little bit. Um, so we can kind of get through here because there's still a lot more, you know, a lot more digging. Yeah. A lot more to uncover here. So Annie, I want to ask you what, what motivates you? Um, I, what motivates me is um, continue, continuing to see how, I don't know, it's going to sound cheesy, but, like, how, like, great you can make people feel. Like, you know, like, my goal in, like, you know, you're talking about, like, my, my career life or just in general? Just in general. like uh, Just in general? Yeah, in general. Like, what motivated? motivates you? Yeah. Um, my family. Yeah. 100% my family. Um. My family is a very supporting, like, with anything you do. Like, this is what you want to do. I'll support you 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, backing, I'll back you up. You know, like, everything like that. Like, the my friends that I surround myself with now, even though, like, they're all they're all adults. <laughs> None of them are my age, but um, they motivate me because, like, they're encouraging. Like, I'm a very words of affirmation type of gal. <laughs> I think a lot of girls <laughs> are. But, like, you need that affirmation. That motivates me. And then, obviously, um, 
<laughs> Obviously, Aiden, too. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> bro, sorry, my fingers slipped. That's like his favorite. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I'm going to chop that finger. Out out of <laughs> oh, I'm going to just no. chop it off, bro, with this Brain machete. Brain's currently Stop. bleeding. Right. Oh. <laughs> Call the cops. It's hanging off. Jeez. Um, but no, he does because... Um, I don't, our relationship is very, um, forgiving and like, you know, you learn, this is new, this is new grounds mm -hmm. and you're, you're really seeing, you know, people in like, you know, like how they react to certain things or stuff like that or what, what motivates them in themselves. And he helps right. with that too. So yeah. Okay. That That's good. So you're, you're, you're pretty much in a nutshell, if I had to sum that up, yeah, you're motivated by your relationships with people. Mm-hmm. Your family and your friends. That's and, what's important to me. And your your future clients. Mm -hmm. And then you want to. I'm going to have a nice looking face. <laughs> <laughs> no, very good. Very good. Very good. So um, are you saving up or preparing for marriage? Um, currently, no. If I'm being honest, it's like. With both parts? With Are you okay, saving up? I'm not saving up right now. Okay. Um. Just because I'm, like, still learning how to manage my money and stuff because, oh, my goodness. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still learning because if Josie's I see it. Josie's in the living room laughing, too. If I see it, I'm, like, oh, I got money to spend, you know, like, so yeah. a lot of, like, the money that I'm saving, I don't see. And another, like, savings account I have, it's locked, so, like, I can put money in. Mm -hmm. until like the mature date comes like they'll give it back to me right. like, plus interest which is really good um and i've seen that and it's been a pretty good number so far you know sometimes i'll add in or whatever um so i'm not really saving up for marriage right now mm -hmm. and another thing another thing that's playing into that is because i'm also don't have a job right so because i stopped working right from um, depot to you know finish school mm -hmm. and um now i'm done with school and I'm going to start working um, next week, actually, to be a receptionist for um, TPK. TPK. Mm -hmm. Okay. For TPK. So. And that's just temporary because ultimately mm -hmm. you're yeah. going to go to esthetician school. Right. Correct. Right. And then I'll probably be working at like. I get scared every time I have to say that word. It's just like. <laughs> esthetician. <laughs> it's actually really cool to say. Esthetician. Esthetician. <laughs> yeah. But that's another, another thing, like, you know, what's kind of like holding me back is because like. I don't have a job. What what am I gonna save with like barely any money? You know, right? I mean, I have money in savings for sure, but right. it's not like for marriage or anything. No, it's I get really it. Being I used get it. To like the things that are more important, like right now, like marriage is important, yes, but like that's in like five years. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not gonna never plan to you know like save up for. I eventually right. am gonna plan. For okay, so you know what? <laughs> Let's focus on the second part of that question then. Mm -hmm. Are you preparing? For marriage yes how in my like mentally uh -huh. I, I think of it like yeah i am because so, so in <laughs> because <laughs> I, because I, I because i i get it i i understand like you know you can have this image like mm -hmm. right like of marriage in your tale. head and you know it, it may not necessarily be reality all mm -hmm. the time 
sometimes we'll have these preconceived notions that marriage is going to be this like we're running across rainbows and jumping into pots of gold and it's all rainbows horseshoes Mm -hmm. clovers and blue moons and it's just (laughs) and then it's argued the first argument comes and you're like i am done yeah um yeah i am praying for that and my parents actually help bring perspective to that a lot that's good because I mean, I don't talk to my dad mostly about it because, you know, like, he's my dad and I'm his only daughter. So, like, you know, he doesn't really want to talk about it. But, like, <laughs> if I... That's not true. So, you're saying your father is close You didn't to let me finish. No, topic. he's very... He's open. I ask him certain questions when it's mainly, like, if I'm asking questions, like, about Aiden, like, you know, because like, he's a guy and my dad's a man. Aiden's a man. Mm-hmm. You know, I can ask him questions. I'm curious, like, why is this? And my dad would bring a perspective because he's a male. Right. My mom will bring, like, you know, like, a balance. <clears throat> If we're, you know, the three of us are always talking at night, like at, at the nighttime, you know, like right. I go into their room and we all talk, basically sum up like our day or we'll talk or I'll have questions about, you know. No. Okay. So me and Josie will be laying down <laughs> oh my God. trying so to pillow talk, there. right? And okay. hanging out and talking. And then the next thing you know, you see Annie just crawl through the front, the bedroom door. And then crawl up on in the middle or no, not even in the middle. She'll come straight to my side, bro. You scoot over. He has scoot over scoot for me over. to lay down. Well, I mean, of course, I'm not gonna let you know. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. that's to be expected. In, you know, that's she's expected. the only one that still crawls on our bed that we allow. <laughs> yeah. That we allow, and she knows to come on my side because Josie will kick her out real no, quick, for right? Real. And so she'll she'll come in and scoot in, and then she'll interject. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. So my parents help a lot, like, bring perspective. And also, like, I talk to, you know, my close friends that are married. Right. And, like, I talk to, like, well, I only talk to, like, one of them. Her and her husband are great, like, you know, another, like, role models that I look up to. And she's been someone that has spoken, that, that speaks into my life, other than, like, my mom and Kathy. Like, she's one of those, like... This person's unnamed? Um... Yeah, let's keep her in name. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but, like, she, like, gives me, and, like, recently I was talking about talking to her. I'm like, this is, like, some things like, that annoy me about, you know, like, Aiden or whatever. Like, to, she's like, these are growing pains. You're going to go through them. You know, oh, she's like, yeah. She's basically just elaborating. So, like, that also helps me prepare for. Another thing is that, like, me and Aiden have known each other for, like, ever. You know, like, we've been in and out of, you as, know. As teens and as teens even as like kids man yeah like, kids and I, teenage i've yeah. liked it for like ever <laughs> and undoubtedly you've both seen each other change yeah and mature. for sure a hundred percent right and so like you know as he said earlier he's like my fault i was like no yes it was but <laughs> it was also like you know it plays with you know two people like you know we're also right. super young and we still are super super young and super young super young. you had it right you yeah, had it right too. <laughs> So, so, so what I take from that is you've been gathering information from your dad about, Mm -hmm. you know, the male perspective, Mm because you said your dad's a man and so is Aiden. Right. Um, But now have you been actively asking your mother, like, what does it mean to be a wife and kind of taking that in? Um, no, I I don't really like ask because I see it through her example. Okay. Exampleship. If I have quite like, if I have, if I question anything, Excuse me. I know that, like, if I ask her, she's going to be 100% transparent. WWJD? <laughs> what, what would Josie do? I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> what would Josie do? Another, another thing is, like, you know, whenever, like... You can I'm, have that, Josie. You can... <laughs> she can brand that's, it. That's yours now. 
um, like in church, whenever they talk about marriage, like that, mm-hmm. I, I don't, attention. yeah, I pay attention to that That's because, good. you know, I've been paying attention for, you know, like a while, on a while now, you know, like I listen to like every message, especially when it's on marriage. And now that I'm in a position to where like, no, this is actually going to happen. Oh my gosh, my dad's face is really making me nervous. I <laughs> cannot right now with Ernie. Thing. I cannot. Oh this is the most uncomfortable I've seen Ernie Bro, I'm not in a very long time. Yes, you're making me uncomfortable. I'm not uncomfortable. <laughs> no. talk to my dad. Every time, every time Annie mentions Mary, Ernie turns into a bulldog. Like yeah. his, his bottom his jaw knife. goes up and his bottom teeth show. I'm just cleaning my knife, man. He's cleaning his knife this entire time. I haven't even been making eye contact with anybody, bro. No, so she could talk. you're a cap because you just looked at me dead straight in my eyes. Anyways. So no, that's but good. So you, you've been learning a lot from exampleship and you've been paying attention to mm-hmm. sermons. No, that's 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 very good. And 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 anybody who is um in considering, you know, getting married, you, you should be paying attention. You should be asking questions. You should be watching, especially good examples Answer of marriages yeah. and 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 a, a way for preparing to get married, you know, have a real, go in, into it with a realistic expectation, you know, mm-hmm. and that will help you, you know, learning how to fight, learning how to talk, communicate, um, learning how to uh, collaborate, not compromise, collaborate, right. you know, so there's so many, there's so many things and that's good. Yeah. And so I like that word, collaborate, collaborate, because Stop. it's like collaborate and listen, because, because compromise is more like, oh, I got to give up something. Exactly. Right. You got to give up and something. And there's like a win or a loser. Yeah. yeah. And we're it's on like, the same team. Exactly. Yeah, we're on the same team. Then we're collaborating <clears throat> together. Exactly. For the same goal. I like that. Another yes, thing, sir. another thing, one more thing. One more thing. That. Is surrounding yourself or like if you're looking to if you're like talking or you're like surrounding yourself around like married people because if you surround yourself around single people, I mean, you can't really learn much from them because like they're single. Right. I mean, I surround myself well, with Kathy because she's my friend, but, no, but like as like true, exampleship, yeah. like you want right. to like these are how this is how you're going to be like you're going to be acting, you know. Right. Like you're going to be just you like kind of look, you're kind of in the position to look towards both because right, you need to look yeah. towards good examples of a single person Mm -hmm. for their exampleship and what they do in their singleness, Mm -hmm. but also look towards the married couples for what to look for when you get to that point. You know what I mean? And that's like the beauty of courting and exactly that Mm -hmm. you can't do that. Yeah. You don't have a different, you You don't don't have have that in the world. Yeah. You don't have any physical attachment to that person where you (coughs) just going from person to person to person. Right. Like, Every piece of you is all around you because you keep giving yourself away. So, oh Ooh. yeah, that's a whole nother Go man. Hey. That's a whole nother podcast. Blaze it. We're gonna have that's to. Uh, that's a whole that nother podcast. I'm telling you, we're gonna have to do another topic on relationships. And yeah, young love because what Kathy Ooh. just said right there, we could mm-hmm. unpack in so many different mm-hmm. ways, bro. Talking about soul ties and stuff like that. I think yeah, it was an analogy that I heard a pastor say. Like, if you are going around and sleeping with every person, and you, if you were to look at them, it's like you have pieces of you all over walking around, and you have nothing left because you keep going from person to person to person. Yep, keep piecing yourself out. Mm-hmm. I have, I have my own, that, but you're, but you're kind of taking on pieces from every, yep. from those different people. Yep. And, and it you takes look so, at yourself. It takes a lot to get rid of that. And you're not. You look at yourself, and you don't. It's like you I'm, don't even recognize yourself. Like, like, who, who like what's I? left of you at that point? Right. Mm-hmm. I have my own analogy, but I'll save that for your podcast. <laughs> whenever you invite you invite us on your podcast, yeah, that's Com- coming soon. Um. So that's good. So that's your way of preparing for marriage. Um. Do you know Annie? Mm-hmm. What God's calling is for your life? Uh, yes. 
Actually, <laughs> why, why did Kathy <laughs> laugh directly to the mic? You know, we heard the boys. And yeah. I, I want to hear oh, what she has to say. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, our church does team boot camps, and a, like a while ago, like I knew that I wanted to be a pastor's wife. I'm going to need you to stop because I'm trying to be serious. All right, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just trying to speak the I'm word. trying to be serious and be real, and that's hard. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, I've known for a very long time that, like, I wanted to, like, I have a calling to be a pastor's wife, and um, that has been very strong. And so with me being in this, you know, relationship with Aiden, you Oops, know, like, sorry. we've talked before briefly, you know, about it, but, like, he didn't really, like, straightforward, like, say if he was called or not. So when I was sitting there and he said it, I was like, oh. <laughs> my heart dropped to my stomach. I was like, oh, oh, this I didn't just know that. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, dun, that's... Dun, dun. <laughs> I was like, that was good. Because Norfolk man admits that he wants <laughs> to be a pastor. No, because, you know, like something, you know. Was that my wife? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cute. She's so cute. I love Aww. you, girl. So that's good. So you you uh, you feel that calling to be a pastor's wife. And, you know, I think that kind of also shows in uh, what motivates you, right? Mm-hmm. Because you are um, driven by your relationships with people. And as a pastor's wife, you know, you are... One, your your husband's support system. Mm-hmm. And one major part of that is being able to love on people as they come into the church and as they come into your home and, you know, making new, uh, uh, working with new couples. Mm-hmm. So you have that spirit. And so mm-hmm. it, it kind of goes perfect, right? So if you feel that that's truly your calling is to be a pastor's wife and that's what God has for you, right? Um, it sounds like you're right in line, right? Mm-hmm. So, no, that's very good. Yeah. I still have a little, you know, things to pick up on. Because, you know, like, sure. you can invest a lot, like you were saying, and then, like, you, and then it's not, like, receive back or, you know, just tends to not fall through and you can be discouraged. So that is something that I'm working on <clears throat> is, like, coping with that and still being there for the person or for anyone. Um, or I lost my train of thought. But, like, be, still being there, you know, like, don't have to be, like, you know, anybody's best friend, you know, be super close, but still show, like, encouraging, even if it has to be from a distance. Right, To right. better yourself. Absolutely. You can love people from a distance. Yeah. There's a way to go about it. You don't have to fully cut people off, but Correct. it's just like, I love you, but I, I can't do this with you at this time. You know, mm-hmm. we have to keep our distance because mm-hmm. I don't need that rubbing off on me. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Um, Let's see. Do you... Do you have someone? I want to go. Oh, you have, you have, you have questions? <laughs> well, I, f- Kathy. Okay, all right. Let's bounce back. Let's bounce back. I thought that's what we were doing. You asked like five Wait, questions. Wait, was we supposed to do one for like, one? I'm like, dang, son. You asked no, like five questions. Annie and I got here. my turn. <clears throat> Annie was falling asleep. I was like, I got to wake Annie up. She has a blanket on and everything. <laughs> that's because it's cold. Okay, so let's go, let's go back right, to Kathy. Right, well, let me find my place. Hold on. I got to go all the way back up. <laughs> It's because you've been sharpening your knife for the past 20 minutes. <laughs> Whatever, yo. All right, so look, Kathy. Yes, here we go. Five, year, uh, five years from now, right? Mm-hmm. So you had graduating December 2022 with a bachelor's degree, working as a teacher by fall of 2022, mm-hmm. right? That's that's what you had mentioned the last last year. Yeah. Um, uh, also, you said you would like to be teaching and married. Yes. Right. So how's that looking for you as far as um, being sliding into a teacher's role in fall of 2022? 
I think that's the, still the goal teaching. I would also, once I work a little bit, I would love to get into like real estate and like flipping houses or starting some sort of business. Mm. Um, me and Gabby have talked about that because um, she wants to go nursing. And I was like, we could always like do start like a side business of just doing that. Um, and then obviously still want to get married and start a family. So that's still the goal. Okay. I know a really good um, real estate videographer Mm-hmm. Slash photographer, I'll, I'll put you in contact with him. It, it's him, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom actually did research that um, teachers for like HUD homes can get a certain percentage off. Really? Mm. I, it, I don't know if it's like 50 or 25% off of your teacher, firefighter, right? police or veteran or something like, like that. Like first responders. Yeah. That, yeah. So just looking into that. Um, so that way, I don't want to teach forever. I don't think that's my calling to do that for a long time because once i have kids i would want to teach them and just switch into that role of being a mom and giving them an education right and then just do real estate or you know flipping on the side um and dealing with those type of properties so so it's interesting that you say that like as far as um now you you're saying not doing that uh for the rest of your life teaching right i don't i could never see myself teaching for like 30 years or No. no okay so because my follow-up question was, as a teacher, what's your take on schools pushing for educating, exposing kids to gender identity and exploring their sexuality? Does it belong in school? Like, yeah, that what's was, your take? I think that was one of the biggest things of me being like, I, I do want to teach and you know make an impact on these kids, but the school system and just what's coming in is so much that I wouldn't want my children to be in a public school. Mm. Um, at least not so young because everything is changing. Um, I was recently doing observations in the spring as well. I was in a classroom for, I did 120 hours in a fourth grade classroom and a kindergarten classroom. Um, and there's kids that come back from like broken homes. There was just one kid in kindergarten that he was born in a jail. Wow. His, his dad was an addict. Oh. His mom was in jail. Um, then he, when he was like a year he went with um, another family member. His mom came out when he was three. And then his dad is still in jail. So a lot of these kids come from broken homes. So that's the reason why I feel like I just want to kind of be an inspiration to some of these kids. But at the same time, it's like you have to worry about some kids wanting to be called a he when they're a she or vice versa. There is a situation where a teacher has to remember that they want to be called a he, but their parents, they didn't want their parents to know. And it's like, when is I, my morals, that's not right. what I believe in, you know? So even my class is now learning how to deal with that, you know, because you have to be biased. You can't have your faith impact you in a way mm-hmm. on how you deal with kids in these situations. So it's been kind of hard in that. Sense. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's really mm-hmm. like a fine line, right? Because at the same time, you have teachers that are influencing mm-hmm. kids and encouraging them to... Mm-hmm. Oh, you're 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 having a um a um, a, what is it called? The some, something dysphoria, gender, a gender dysphoria, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh yeah, you know what? That's completely normal. Let me plug you in with this exactly. person, so, with this counselor, and this counselor, and because that 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 teacher believes for that, right? And mm-hmm. so, but at the same time, and they're allowed to do that. Yeah. But at the same time, someone like yourself that would be a teacher, and that you're you hold you hold really really close to your convictions mm-hmm. and your moral values and your faith 
you would be discriminated against yep. or kicked back against if you would try to push your if a kid came up to you and said oh i feel this and you tell them no that's 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 not right mm-hmm. right and and you should tell your parents you know that this is what you feel mm-hmm. and and then another teacher catching wind of that and saying oh that's not right she's pushing her faith on this kid mm-hmm. when the other teachers are able to push their agenda and put them in the right direction or not the wrong the, the yeah. left direction for speaking to a counselor to further evaluate that and there's even schools that uh, i think in canada i i i read an article where a uh, a um a uh, father got sent to jail because his kid went to the teacher and said i think that i that i'm supposed to be a, a boy and the uh, teacher and the school went ahead and and put that child in for getting the hor- the hormone blockers and mm. begin the transitioning process without the parents permission. Wow. And that and that dad when he ended up losing his 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 marbles and trying to retaliate against the uh, school, he got thrown in jail. Mm-hmm. Right? And 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 so it's like it's working against parents. Yep. Where teachers in the school have like this crazy authority that they never had before. And it's and it's crazy because the parents are the ones that are paying the tax dollars mm-hmm. to support the the state public schools. And so it's like they're losing their power to have a say so when the money is coming out of their paycheck. Yeah. So Us ultimately parents are paying yeah, the taxes. Like, right. that are the class that I've been taking recently is just learning how to be um, an inclusive teacher, accepting yeah. teacher of all religions, um, identities right. and um, what they believe in. Right. Something simple as um, this saying the Star Spangled Banner in the morning, the anthem. Yeah. How you can't tell a kid to stand up because they might not believe in America because it says, um, like a line like, in God who trusts. I forgot where it says God. Yeah. God. yeah. Under God. Indivisible. Indivisible. With liberty and So we had a whole fall. debate in class about that. Like there's, I think the majority, I was, it was me and one other girl that we said that we believe it should be said, you know, because mm-hmm. um, then find out that she was a Christian too. But that everybody else was like, no, that we should take the whole entire um, anthem out of like saying it in school. Yeah, that's so it was crazy. crazy. Just to even have that conversation, yeah. and it's like, and it was like I never thought I was. I'm so used to saying it in school. You know, when you mm-hmm. walk in, you say it, you give your one minute of respect, and now it's like many schools don't even play it anymore. Yeah, wow. So, and is that what kind of like kind of drove you away from? Yeah, I think the, with. The observations I observe also Miss Stacy um, last year, and she told me about a situation that she had, and it kind of drove her. She stopped teaching. She did. Um, she did online teaching for a little bit, mm-hmm. but I think she is pretty much wrapped up with that. She wow. stopped teaching public school. It was just getting worse and worse. Yeah. So she was like, she switched to online, and it's a little bit better because <coughs> she can kind of make her own curriculum. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was telling me about that too. That may As be like another, another option, you know, Plan another. B. If it, if it doesn't work. Because you obviously want to get your experience in a classroom, but she's like, if you do it for a year, you don't like it. She's like, you might want to try online. Yeah. So. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So as far as um, work and college, um, college, can I just simply ask you, has mm-hmm. it been worth it? Right. Um. And and so last, <laughs> I know we've talked about it a lot, right? And so, but last Last year, you you said that yes, but having 
a solid support structure was critical mm-hmm. and college isn't for any for everyone and it's okay people without degrees can still be pretty successful um and and so what what do you say now i think i would i still stand by that um i think if i didn't have the support system that i did i would have dropped out a long time ago um but like i said you so don't your mom coaching you on telling my mom's telling me going. just one more semester kathy one more semester i'm like you know, <laughs> shut up um no, we get smacked. No, but I would like even my sisters. Like I, like I said last time, I was like, you don't have to go to school. Like mm-hmm. Gato, she's gonna, she's about to be a senior this year, mm-hmm. and I was like, please don't think that you have to go to school. I know you hate school. Don't go to go to go to college. Learn something else. Learn a trade. Um, she talked about she wants to do real estate. I'm like, great. You can get your license for like two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. It's only a few weeks, and you can start being a real estate agent right out of high school. Yeah be you know 18 years old and mm. doing real estate yeah. you guys hear that so for all those um those those seniors going into being a senior for class of 2023 if you guys uh if you guys one career path that you want to look into if you have a beautiful smile mm-hmm. great personality or and a people I, I person God, like, you can uh mm-hmm. go into real estate pay mm-hmm. the 200 dollars, work your yeah. butt off and I studying that test and the class is like maybe like six eight weeks maybe a little bit more but it's not bad two hundred dollars no you start selling maybe two houses a month that's still not a bad uh, you know you get a percentage off of that and then Um, especially if you if she's still with mom and dad i was like you can have a nice savings account yeah and then prepare yourself for marriage i'm like i know you guys want nice weddings and nice houses Mm -hmm. so man (laughs) my dad has four daughters a lot of weddings so good thing you only have one (laughs) Yeah, you yeah. think you think yeah. it's hard with one, but it has four. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, true. but yeah, just even telling because Annabelle, she still doesn't know. She used to say she wants to go to to be a doctor, and I'm like, Annabelle, you want to be in school for 12 years of your life? And me in debt up to your ears, and now she's like thinking, you know, maybe I don't want to do that, you know? Right, right. And I think as time passes and she sees mm-hmm. y'all, because she's a baby, right? Yeah, She'll and even though up. she's she's really smart, she's good in school, but now she's like, oh no, I don't know if I want to be a doctor. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, being a doctor is aiming for the stars, you yeah. know, there's, that's, if you fall a little bit shorter than that or lower your bar a little yeah, bit, or you to, can still. Yeah. I'm like, does it align with God's really plan too? You know, mm. is it, you want to do it because obviously it's a good thing helping others, but that's probably not what God has for you. So mm-hmm. that's that what I thought good. about too. Mm-hmm. When I changed, I was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. That's good. And so here we're catching up to Annie's questions. Yeah. Um, and so what. What motivates you? And you said the last time uh, your your sisters have been a great source of mm-hmm. motivation due to them going through so much. You guys yeah. going through so much together. So since adulting, uh, has there been a newfound source of motivation, or has it stayed steadily the same? I think it's uh, still the same. Yeah. Where do you where, where do you find your drive now? I think the drive is that like I'm almost done. <laughs> like oh. I'm almost mm-hmm. there. Let's just get this degree and get it started. And I think I just. I don't know. I'm ready to see all the hard work come into fruition. So that's like the motivation of just, Amen. You know, <laughs> even like all, like all of my um, exam certifications, I have to pay for it. It's like a thousand dollars. So it's like, if I'm putting in literally my own money into this, like mm-hmm. I just want to, I want to finish. I want to get started and get this thing going. You want to, you want to see the fruit of that. Yeah. I want to, you know, see the fruit of it and just see that all of this hard work over the past, like, 15 years of me being in school is coming. Yeah. You know, it's finally paid off. Yeah. Okay. 
So one of the questions that Raymond skipped over Annie and not and not just ask you right now, so we could now we could be in the same mm-hmm. the, in the same page for questioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Annie, what do you enjoy doing? Uh, I enjoy spending time with people, quality time. Um, like if you tell me like let's go to the beach, I'll be there. <laughs> you want to you want to go she out? She stays wanting to go to the beach, bro. <laughs> do you want to go walk around the mall? I'll be there. I ain't got money, but I'll go. <laughs> She's like, I'll window shopping. I'll go. I'll window. Yeah, for sure. Another thing is, I like to sleep, but you know, I can't, I can't be doing it that much. I can't believe she just said that out loud. I, I love, love to sleep. sleep. No, for real. Like that's, Man, she, at least she's honest. That's any teenager right now. Yeah. What do you like to do? Sleep and eat pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, those are my favorite things to do is like spend time. Like, I don't like being stuck in the house, honestly. Like, I'm getting over. I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to get out of the house. I feel like I'm not like. You guys, my mom will be like, all right, then go do this, this, and that. I'm like, no, I want to go outside. Oh, do you want to be busy? <laughs> I'll put you to work. My mom's you know, like, put that you see them laundry. baseboards? It's been like two weeks. Scrub <laughs> <laughs> them. Yep. Oh, that's good. Yeah. What about you, Kat? I know last time you said anything that you enjoy doing anything with family. Mm-hmm. Whatever family enjoys doing, mm-hmm. that's what you enjoy doing. But since adulting, has there been a newfound joy? or in things or are there new things that you like to do i think as of like finishing like i said that spring semester i didn't have really any extra time but now i get to kind of enjoy um my apartment because i feel like from march to like beginning of june i didn't really enjoy moving out on my own because i was so busy so now moving out just like annie said enjoying time with family going to the beach um anytime i get to spend around with people I see that it just makes me makes me happier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now that I you're do be lonely, I'd be like at home. I'm like, be like nothing to do. We're not <laughs> going nowhere. And then like I think it was like last Friday, I was like calling everybody. And no, he's like, for yeah, real. I'm busy. I'm like, everyone's busy but me. <laughs> another another thing is that like when I'd be like, You got gas money? You got gas money to go places? Especially now. Cause I'm like, Oh, well, let's go walk around the mall. He's like, You got gas money for that? I'm like, No, I don't, but I, I don't wanna be here. <laughs> Yeah, I think just like learning that everyone just has different schedules too. Mm-hmm. That was another thing. Learning is that people, are, you know, they're there, but it's just their, you know, work, school, different priorities. But so, and then Raymond jumped to asking any saving and preparing for marriage and stuff. Last year, you said, <laughs> <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> last year, you said you're re- you're ready for marriage now. You were mar- ready for marriage at that point. Well, is I that lied. still the case <laughs> i think at that point because i was i don't know i was like on a high of like everything's going well yeah um but if you were to ask me this question six months ago i would have been like heck no um just because i was just going through so much and even now i feel like i'm still growing um marriage for right now no but again like a year maybe two i, I would think so yeah okay so no not now and it's because adulting has brought things to perspective mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like learning more about myself, learning that, you know, having a roommate, you learn how to deal with someone. I'm like, am I ready to have another person to be vulnerable with, be in a way suffering with sometimes? Or mm-hmm. I'm, I need to practice my communication skills and just speaking out my feelings. And I don't think I've kind of learned that yet. Um, wow, Kat. Man, I appreciate you keep like keeping that real. That's something yeah, that, because it's like in in my mind, I, I was thinking, I'm like, man, this girl needs to learn how to 
communicate more. But I'm not gonna tell you that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's yeah. that's because who who am I to tell you? But hey, cat, you yeah, need to do this. That's, I think that's always been my issue, even with, like with my mom, and we've gone back and forth. Um, that I like to keep things in. Yeah, I like mm -hmm. to say it. And she's like, if you would have just told me, we would have avoided you know this whole fight. It's interesting because yeah. I'm seeing that now, mm -hmm. like as an adult to mm -hmm. adult Kathy. Yeah, like Kathy bottles things up mm -hmm. this is the first but time I've that i've always, ever noticed it i've always been like that but mm -hmm. i didn't know that yeah because i just knew milton's daughter before mm -hmm. now i know kathy mm -hmm. and now kathy i could definitely see that like yeah. you know like when you meet another adult you pick up some things mm -hmm. some cues you know yeah. on that adult and who they are right kathy as an adult is a very private person mm -hmm. and can go through things and probably so used to carrying everything on your shoulders and dealing with it on your own that you that's how you operate mm -hmm. but I now get, you're starting to notice to i get that from my dad too because he's mm. he can be like that a little bit because mm. you know a lot of women a lot of opinions things Absolutely. happen so he can take all of our from my mom to me all of our attitude all of our and just whatever carry it and then carry it and one day he just like lets it all out and i was like mm -hmm. okay i'm sorry Oh, smash. <laughs> and then you get like three sermons and i'm like oh man three sermons <laughs> like when, mm -hmm. i think it was like friday i was facetiming my mom and my dad is giving a sermon i'm like man i could use one of those right now <laughs> <laughs> what like at, in the house just talking yeah just he was talking. just giving he I was just lecturing somebody. he was just like kind of speaking into them because he, he can smell when we're like off a little bit mm -hmm. so he'll just sit everybody down at the table and he'll just start preaching basically wow um but I was he's, like, he's always done that though. Mm -hmm. Like I remember you used to be, like you used to be over and he would like just bring you like a revelation. Yeah. And just talk. And so you start out at the wall, you're leaning against yeah. the wall, and then you then end you up at the table. Yes. And you're just sitting down. <laughs> then you get the juice. Uh -huh. and then you so get then the I was on FaceTime with my mom and I'm listening to it. I think it was like forty five minutes. So I was just there listening. <laughs> and then he comes to the couch and I was like, <clears throat> didn't miss that. <laughs> but we're just joking. But um but yeah, that was good. That's funny, man. That's hilarious. It's pretty interesting. So now as adulting, that has changed your perspective on, on you're learning more mm -hmm. about yourself. Yeah. And you're pretty much saying um, emotionally you need to, you need to grow too, or mm -hmm. you need to take care of some things. Yeah. Or you need to develop. Yeah. Something before running into a relationship with a whole nother person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's, that's a pretty good observation. And that's a pretty good, and that's an interesting perspective for anybody else that's listening. That's young. Mm -hmm. That is, I can't wait until I can get married and have my own family and do my own thing. And it's like, well, hold on. Yeah, because there's a, there's a lot that goes into relationship and then marriage. Marriage is, is serious, you know? Oh, yeah. So even, um, like, with Gabby, you know, just watching her because she's courted before, and I've learned a lot from her um, and her being open with with it to me and just seeing sometimes you can have, like, these blinders on when you're on a in a relationship because you're mm -hmm. just so happy you're in the moment right all, you're in the honeymoon phase you're in the honeymoon phase you know right. it's all giddy and texting nothing wrong could happen nothing wrong he's so perfect <laughs> and because i was for the last one i wasn't really there and so then her talking to me afterwards she was like and you know it was red flag after red flag after red flag but mm. because i just didn't want to didn't want to see him didn't want to see it you know she's like i should and i was telling her because i had saw a few um and she was like you know i should have just listened to you instead of just having these blinders on um but it's, she's like it's a lot of work a relationship yeah. she's like it's mentally draining no mm. yeah you know and then she's in school and then work and balancing, balancing being a pk now. she's like i was never ready for that relationship mm. right so just knowing that one is a good time to get into something and one not do well that's interesting now with uh 
what do you know God's will calling for your life? The last year you said you, do you still, I'm just going to mm-hmm. ask you this. Do you still desire to be a pastor's wife slash missionary's wife and use teaching as a way to open doors to the gospel uh, or even as a pillar in the church? Yeah, I still do. Um, I think for like right now where I'm at, I just want to be the best version of myself to be an example to other people. Um, but once I am married, if that is my husband's calling to go out and be a missionary, like I would without a doubt go. Um, but if it's not, then just to be useful in church in whatever way we can. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty cool, Kat, because I know that you've, you've already expressed how teaching, that's not something that you, you see yourself doing for 30 years and never mm-hmm. retiring, but you're still willing to do that and use that in a way to help your husband. Yeah. You know, but for right now, you want to work on yourself. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Proud of you, girl. <laughs> no, for real. That's, that's awesome. I know when they really said in January conference to go to India, I'm like, who wants to get married right now? Let's go. <laughs> but no, it's okay. Uh, no, that's pretty cool. Go ahead, Red. All right, so we're back to Annie. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we're on, we're on, uh, what are your obstacles, right? No, do you have a, uh, do you have someone or a group of people you can reach out to for support? Do you, any? Yes. That has actually gone down. <laughs> By a lot. It happens. Yeah. But in that, I found, like, you know, like, stronger connections, actually. Like, with Kathy. Like, we were close, but, like, now, like, we're, like, a lot closer. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot, a lot. Like, on a more personal level to where, like, I'm like, all right, Mom, I'm going to go to Jared Kathy's house for a mental sesh because, Mm -hmm. you know. And then um, also my other friend, the one I mentioned earlier that she's married. Mm -hmm. um, Her as well. And then obviously like my mom and my dad too, but like, you know, like my mom, right. cause I spend most time around my mom. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. And then, and I, I would imagine like for each different person that you talk to, it's a different level, right? Different, Correct. Right. It's a different, um, different level of, uh, it's a different type of conversation with each, mm-hmm. each person. Right. Yeah. No, that's good. And but, I, I'm still trying to learn to tap in, you know, talking with my pastor too. Okay, I was gonna. That was gonna be a yeah. question. Is is there an area where that it's not covered? Like you have your people that you talk to about mm-hmm. certain things. Is there an area that you're missing somewhere? Like you have, like you know, your your little your life coach. You know, like girl things that you go through, and then you have your mom for you know woman things, and then your dad for you know other things and so like your spiritual conversations like you you are you you say you want to reach out to pastor and kind of well, get that know, relationship like, yeah i just want to like build my because you know recently it's mainly just been like you know like, on like relationship wise mm-hmm. but i would like to like go to him too it's just like as a girl like talking my knowing uh my friend's spiritual walk it's easier because I can talk about more spiritual things like on that level with them. Right. So I wouldn't say that there's like no area that's not covered. I feel like it's pretty covered, but Mm -hmm. like to like also talk with your pastor and get his perspective, like pastor, like, is this okay to think like this is okay to feel like this? Like, you know, like my parents or my mom has told me this, like, is it like, you know, am I okay to feel like this or be this way? Is it like, Questions that you know, like you wouldn't ask anyone else, right? But yeah, but so the answer is no, 
pretty it's like the, all the there's no are, stone unturned no right but i feel like it's more you know just trying to talk with him because it's it's a i have a lot better relationship with <clears throat> you know my assistant pastor than i do with pastor it's right because he he makes me very nervous Right, no, so I'm like, I still try to get to that point where, like, Annie, he's there to like to help you. Right. He's he's definitely helped a lot in um, different circumstances that I've had. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I know uh, from experience. A lot of times, the conversations that don't get talked about are the ones that need the most attention. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important that you have someone to talk to in every area of life. Right. Because those those hard conversations that you don't want to talk to anyone about are the most important. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, for sure. And so we bounce that same question to Kathy. Kathy. So (laughs) since adulting, have you utilized reaching out to your support resources that you mentioned Mm -hmm. last year? And can you tell us how (coughs) and what were the different circumstances? I know you mentioned earlier reaching out to Deanna. Yeah, she's still definitely someone that I go to. Um. For like advice on just how to have a balance, like I said earlier, with like friends that are not in church and how to be an example. Um, and then recently also with, I've been wanting, like I said, be stronger more in reading my Bible and learning more about it. Um, and that's, Chris has been helping me with that recently. Um, showed me, I started like a devotional, like I said, and she's just <clears throat> been showing me to this um, new, it's called Daily Grace Company. Um, and they have a lot of devotionals and just, I don't know, being excited about learning the Bible is something that I've never been excited to do. And now I feel like I have this new love for reading the Bible and just learning it because um, we hear it in church all the time. But I feel like I've never grasped the understanding of just like the history of the Bible or right. why things happen and just finding scripture to back up what we say in church or what pastor says across the pulpit. Um, right. So recently she's been helping me a lot with that and just getting excited to do it instead of just making it seem like a boring task in a way. Right. 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 So nice. No, that's pretty cool. I think that it's really important to have somebody like a healthy balance of someone spiritually to be able to lean on, you know, for that spiritual encouragement, mm-hmm. right. That to, to, to be fed someone that is one, one of the things that pastor has always told me, uh, and uh, the advice that he's given me, I've, I've found myself repeating it to other to other men, you know, that have come to me in confidence and said, man, I'm struggling with this and, and I'm struggling with this and, and I want to be motivated, but I don't see, like, I feel like different relationships are, you know, kind of maybe getting too comfortable or, or stagnant. And I still have a love for God and want to move forward, but I don't see God moving forward in these relationships mm-hmm. that I have, these friendships that I have, they're just caught up in whatever, you know, whatever life is right now. But you don't see any forward motion, and he, you know different different men have told me, hey, yeah, I I want to move forward, but how do? So one of the things I've come to pastor with that same thing, where it's like, man, I want to do something for God, and I want to move forward. Um, wh- wh- like, wh- where does this leave me? Mm-hmm. And he's like, run with those that are running, man. Mm-hmm. Find those that are running that are moving in a forward motion spiritually, that are trying to accomplish some goals. In, in moving forward in the things of God, right? And you you see people that are moving forward in the things of God and you could see the other areas in their lives, they're advancing also. Mm-hmm. They're advancing in their businesses or their career. They're advancing in the relationship, in their marriage. 
And I'm like, you know what? You're right. And I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. And so that sounds like something that you've just recently tapped into, you know, by reaching out to the sister that's, and she's like, hey, we'll try this. This mm -hmm. helps better understand. It's giving you a newfound thirst, a newfound hunger for the things of God. I think that that's really, really key that a lot yeah. of people don't really tap into. Run with those that are running. Yeah. And those that are kind of just doing their own thing, then it's like, you know what? And you, it's good to have someone else, like, reach into you. Like, hey, you yeah. know, how was that study? Or how was this and that? Yeah, question Instead of, yeah. you know, you feel like you're always the one reaching out and no one's giving back into you. That's right. You right. can kind of feel like, okay, then what's the point? Mm -hmm. Right. But when the relationship is, you know, reciprocated, then you feel like, man, it's something that I want to keep doing. And so right. Not only that, but when whenever you're you're giving to, to someone, uh, you're you're emptying yourself out. Mm -hmm. And you could empty yourself out so much that you forget or neglect to fill yourself back in. Right? That's yeah. that's my wife with the clinging and with the pots <laughs> in the background. If She's telling us to hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> but um no, nah, so that that's all good stuff. I just wanted to reach back on, you know, the support structure and it's really, really good to hear that. Um but go ahead, Ray. All right, so moving on to Annie. If you know what you're gonna do, what steps are you taking to move in that direction? Um, so right now, I I actually already have things to um, start actually doing lashes right now, mm -hmm. so I can start to practice right. beforehand, and I also have Miss Casey um, willing to, like, come over to my house and, like, show me, you know, like, on the doll, like, how to do the lashes, like, what I'm going right. to do. Right, so you're getting some mentorship. Yeah, some mentorship, and then, like, obviously starting, you know, like, that application process. Right. And also trying to mentally prepare myself that I'm going to go through, like, periods where I'm going to be so not motivated. I remember talking with Kathy, and she was, like, that she wrote down, like, why mm -hmm. this was her goal. Like, you know, why she's doing this in the first place. Because I know that I'm going to get, like, like so demotivated, and I'm just not going to want to do mm -hmm. it. I'm going to want to quit. But that I had to remember, like, the main purpose of why I started this in the first place. Right. So I also had to, like, mentally prepare for that, too, because that can be challenging. And you can, you know, I don't want to be in, I want to be prepared for that uncomfortable place. Right. So. That's good. Yeah. You want to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right. Very good. So, Kathy, one of the past obstacles that you said, right, was um, figuring out who Kathy is. Right. And so tell us who's Kathy now. She's still a work in progress. <laughs> That's a good answer. We all. I, th I think um, I think last year, the reason why ACSA was like my salvation wise, like, you know, without my parents, am I still going to be consistent in going to church and praying and making it in prayer? And I found that I, you know, I am able to do that, which is good. Um, but now it's just like, OK. I have all these, you know, new goals in the next six months. What's stopping me from meeting them? And so I feel like, again, it's myself and just learning a balance between, you know, school and work and church and stuff. Um, so I think now it's just learning how to prioritize my time to put myself first. That's right. Well, that's, that's good. But you also mentioned something that's worth noting from last year. You said not, you didn't want to be part like one of the obstacles is not falling into being part of the of the statistics, mm -hmm. and this is something that Vince taught yep. when you guys were in the youth ministry class or in the youth class, all of y'all, your whole age group. Yep. And the statistic is this: 
that he ended up telling your guys' class is look around you, right? And whether you like it or not, a third of you guys mm-hmm. that have been teenagers that have been raised in church will only still be here. Just one third. That means two thirds of you guys will will be lost to the world. And you would have bless you. That <laughs> 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 was my wife. And so um, two, two, two thirds of those teenagers get lost in the world. How does this make you feel when you see those who were once here no longer being here? It's very sad. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think Annie could relate to. Which is something that we've been talking about a lot in the past <laughs> few months. That it was very heartbreaking. You know, you, sometimes it's like, man, you think you really know somebody that mm-hmm. not this person. Like they would never fall and then they fall and it's like. Again, like, was I not a good enough friend? Couldn't I have, you know, spoken to their life um, so that they wouldn't do that? Um, and again, I reached out to Deanna, like, you know, what should I do? Or, you know, what's something I could have done? And just second-guessing your role in their life. Um, and so it's sad, but now I've kind of went over that hump and just realizing that all I can do is pray mm-hmm. and just be an example. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead. One of the cool things is that you guys that are still going, pursuing, you know, going to church and living a Christian life, you've chosen Mm -hmm. those that are that have remained. You guys are a third. Mm -hmm. You guys are exactly a third from those that began this race that were coming to church that were teenagers at that time five years ago. And you guys are the third that's left. And here you guys still are, you know, Mm -hmm. and. Now, let me put this out there for anybody listening, if you're tuning in, and and maybe you're one of those teens that stopped coming. I'm here to let you know that the situation is not hopeless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't have to be the case move, moving forward. You could hear this, and you could be like, you know what? I know where I need to be, and I need to go back. Come back, man, because nobody is going to be looking at you sideways. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have to worry about... Oh, well, people are going to be looking at me and asking questions. Yo, bag that, man. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're not doing it for them. You're doing it for you. Exactly. Like at, yeah, at the end of the day, it's like a simple question. If you were to die right now, would you go to heaven? The lifestyle that you're living right now, is that taking you to heaven or hell? Yep. At the yeah. end of the day, like you can't live your life for other people. Mm-hmm. You can't keep up with a lifestyle when it's not going to get you. You're not going to make heaven your home. Yeah. And all it takes is a simple des- decision on your part. To say, you know what, enough is enough, and I and I know I need to come back home, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna make the decision. And I'm gonna go. I guarantee you, you show up It'll to be a the party. You show up to the church, and people will welcome you like with with open arms. Mm-hmm. Like I can't. Like I'm so glad to see you. You're gonna mm-hmm. hear more. I'm so glad to see you, and more hugs and embraces than what the heck is that person doing here? Right. You you're never gonna hear anybody say that. You're never going to hear anybody say, but in your mind, that's immediately what mm-hmm. what you think. And I, I, I'm pretty sure that that's that. There's been sometimes that you that you've gotten ready to come to church, mm-hmm. and you've stopped yourself, and you're like, nope, because I don't need nobody judging me, and I don't need no nobody looking at me like, what's this person doing here? Stop lying to yourself. That's 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 not a god. What you need to do is rebuke them thoughts, and get your butt in the car, mm-hmm. get dressed. Just come wearing whatever. Who cares? Just come. Mm-hmm. Just come yeah. to church and and just see what God has for you. And this one third that has been sticking it out this whole time, 
will have nothing but love for you and will be waiting for you with open arms. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Yeah. And I know that for a fact. Uh, because so many people just psych themselves out. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, man, yeah, that was, uh, that, that was towards, towards the end, um, of the questions that I had, that I had for you, because I remember you making that statement of not being a statistics, uh, a statistic and here you are a year later and you're not that mm-hmm. statistic still. And we made I, and, it. We made it. We're on the <laughs> and I pray that a year from now. Yeah. That you still remain. And that more people will come back. And, right. Yeah. And that more people could be added to the family, you know, as far as you've come back. Right. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, summary and key takeaways. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, you're asking me what are my summaries and takeaways? Or, sure. Yeah. So. What I what I've seen from this whole conversation with just uh, you know Aiden and and uh, Jay and 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 then you two Annie and uh, Kathy <clears throat> is that uh, one as a coming back to your your you a year later right retouching on where you are now where from where you were um, how much your perspective has changed a little bit not too much but just you know enough like mm-hmm. you could see growth right yeah. And so I think yeah, you could see a forward, prog- uh, forward progression, right? Yeah. You, you've, 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 you've noticed some things that you need to fix and you've adjusted, you know, the steps that you're going to take and you're, you're executing a strategy. Right. And so, um, I think that is a very important lesson for whoever is listening, uh, young adults to know that life is dynamic and it's ever changing and no, and you may have a plan set in stone in your mind you may think it's concrete but in reality it, it really could be sand and so mm-hmm. uh i think what which what, what you your story and, and where you are right now it's very helpful to let people know that you know sometimes you, you have to be ready for those to be flexible because the waves of life will change your plans you never know and then uh you know going to uh to annie you know, um, and, and also Jay and, um, and Aiden, new, the new graduates and how much, <clears throat> you know, the times have kind of changed where, you know, you could see like they're looking inside themselves and saying, uh, I have not only a one year plan, a five year plan, but also how I'm going to get there. But also being able to hear Kathy speak and say, I also know what to expect. Right. Because it may not go to plan. So I think uh, the valuable takeaway from this whole conversation, these last two episodes, is that to be ready for what life has for you. And I'd like to make another Vince quote. <laughs> I, and I don't want to misquote him. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> all right, let me. <clears throat> One day the butt cheeks of life yes. will open. Straight diarrhea. And everybody Straight. gets crapped on. Crayola. Everybody gets crapped on. And so it's uh it's reality, right? Right. And so it's just a part of life. It doesn't matter how old you are. We still have to be uh me and Ernie, we have to be flexible, we have to adapt, we have to overcome. But um nothing is impossible, but you do have to talk about these things. Mm-hmm. And you do have to prepare. Mm-hmm. Annie, what are your takeaways from this conversation? 
I gotta hang out with Kathy more. <laughs> <laughs> For my own mental health. <laughs> Not in my mental health, like I'm saying mine. Oh. <laughs> like, Please talk to me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> okay, Kathy, we'll hang out tomorrow. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Um Um, but yeah, I know a lot from Kathy, you know, not only just like with mental and stuff, but like with like your finances, like, you know, my dad's always like, ask people, you know, who you see that are, you know, successful, you know, they know how to plan with their finances, they know how to work with their finances, like, lean on them to learn because, you know, I'm not great, you know, when I see money, me and money, we're not best friends, (laughs) so... And the way I manage money, like, I need to learn how to manage money. I'm becoming an adult now. Like, I need to start doing things, you know. I mean, yeah, I I pay a bill. Okay, that's okay. But how are you managing your money if you just continue to just use it however you want to? Like, where are you getting? Like, you're still, like, you're still at a standstill. Like, how, where is it going? Like, how is it, you know, growing? So, other things like that. And, you know, spiritually as well. Like, just, like, someone is helping her, like she could help me too because you know you can hear things about you know like the bible and stuff and you're like okay i'll do a bible plan there's more to it than just a bible plan and that's Mm -hmm. something that i do struggle with you know that i do want to tap in more into is you know my spiritual life and really understanding and grasping because you know like i grew up in church i know i know all the answers you can know all the answers you can know like you know the outcome of everything every decision you're going to do but you're still going to choose to do what you want to do and to have that guidance you know not just from you know the preaching and you know a devotional but also like the your friends around you to you know encourage you mm-hmm. to progress in your spiritual life as well mm-hmm. have a support system yeah mm-hmm. what advice would you or message would you give to the future graduates um for next year uh pursue the things that you want to do it could be anything, you know, like, don't be discouraged, you know, like, um, don't let people discourage you, like, do the things that you want to do that you know that you're going to do great in, that means mainly, like, you know, like, um, career life, like, self-confidence, yeah, but also, like, you know, choosing a career, because, you know, I mean, going all through, like, starting middle school, people are like, people ask you, what do you want to do when you get older, all the time, mm-hmm. And it's okay to, you know, sometimes be like, oh, I don't know, but also to, like, in, like look into different things. And if you find things that you want to do, you know, voice them. Because, you know, I remember someone used to just, like, oh, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and that. And then, like, it didn't happen. And, like, speak it into existence. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to – it's not going to be easy. But if you, you know, surround yourself, like, with great people, people that influence you to do the things that you want to do that are able to support you and motivate you, that's going to be your biggest thing, and that's what's going to help you succeed. That's what's helping me succeed. Yeah. Because, I mean, everyone used to ask me, and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to be a artist, I'm going to be a nurse, and all this stuff. And then, like, I really started to find myself and who I was, and I was like, oh, girl, you don't like school. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, girl, don't do it because you're going to fall straight on your face. And, you know, like, I was scared to tell my parents because, you know, I told everyone that I was going to be an RN, and they are like, yeah, you know, <laughs> medical field, you know, everything. And then when I was having cold feet, and I was like, oh, no, I don't want to do this. Like, I got scared because I was like, what are people going to think? It's just, like, why, like, you know, like, you start to doubt. And when I finally told my mom, and I was like, mom, I don't want you to be upset, but I don't want to do nursing school. She's like, 
thank God. <laughs> she was like happy. Because, but when I told her what I wanted to do, she was like, she was really, really supportive. Yeah. When I first approached the idea to my dad, you know, like he really didn't understand like what it was to be an esthetician. And now like, you know, him, you know, he um, supports me a hundred percent, you know, he like sent me like a link of like difference between there's two different types of estheticians, you know, like he sent me a link through that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, the things that they mainly do, but like one is a medical esthetician and one is more the esthetician that I want to be, how much they make a year, what their, what their jobs do. Yeah. And if I want to transfer to be, you know, tr- make my, you know, my esthetician goal to transfer to be in medical, I can do that with no problem. You yeah. Know? But, you know, he, he, he's good. Love <laughs> being nice about it. It's because I was, like to see a plan. I yeah, was, that's exactly why he wants he to know. Break my dad, he's more like, give me the facts. What's the research? You know, I want to see like how much you gonna make in a year. I'm like, oh, why am I? The, I am not gonna be no ma- no main breadwinner <laughs> right. in my household. But he wants to see me succeed. You right. know, like if you're gonna say like, you know, you move on your own before you get married, mm-hmm. like, is this gonna support you? Right. Like we have a shared notes, and it's like future plan goals he recently put that i haven't like updated it but i just updated it like the other day so but like these are things it's because my dad wants us like to succeed he wants us to have a plan because he didn't have a plan whenever he was younger like him my mom didn't excuse me they didn't have a plan like it was just military and then you know we're here right and they went through a lot of bumps in the road but that's why they go through the so that they can help us you know they want they want us you know to be to do whatever they couldn't right so, so in summary, uh, you would give the graduating class of 2023 the advice of, you know, trusting your, believe in yourself, mm-hmm. you know, doubt the naysayers, mm-hmm. follow your dream. If it, you know, if it's, you know, within good bounds, you know what I mean? It's not, yeah. it's not sinful in nature right. and stuff like that. Cause there's a balance, right? You know, if you, if you believe, you know, you could be the best drug dealer, don't follow <laughs> that dream. Right. <laughs> But in but in good balance, right? Right. Um, you know, follow your dreams. You know, and then believe you can switch in your plans. It's believe okay. in believe in yourself, and also um, confide in those who support you mm-hmm. and and support your vision, like your mother, your father, and your friends. Right. Right. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Very good. And and even I I'd like to add on to that. Even if you find a change of heart, you realize this career that you were talking about at first isn't going to be a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. Be willing to to have a change of heart and yep. look at what you do want to do and put in the research to what it, what, it, what it takes to pursue now that career. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you present it to those that have been supporting you, mm-hmm. they're not caught, you know, sideswiped with, mm-hmm. oh, this is what I want to do right. without presenting. Some and create a plan B too, because if a session doesn't fall through, I have not something else that I may want to do. Right. So like, you know, create like a little safe, a safety net. That's good. Yourself. Plan B is good. That's mm-hmm. good. Kathy, you mentioned uh, last year that um, having a plan, one of the things that you would like to tell the next generation was to have a plan and to do research and use your resources to weed out the essentials from the non-essentials. What now from this today's talk, what takeaways would you be able to say this has helped me in this situation? Um. Kind of to add on to that list is just to make sure that you have the right people around you. Mm. Um, not just have people around you, but have um, a supportive people around you. People that are going to pour into you and that you can pour, you know, out to as well. Um, and to be okay that 
things might change. They might not go to plan, um, whether that's career-wise, whether that's in a relationship or whatever, just to be okay that it didn't work out and that God had something better for you because maybe that mm. wasn't meant to happen to you, you know? Um, and just being okay with that and just leaning more on God than on yourself. Nice. So, What, um, what advice would you have for next year's graduates? Do's and don'ts. Make sure that whatever you're doing, you love to do it, that you can spend the majority of your time doing it. Um, try to not get into student loans if you don't have to. Um, and that if you do have to get some, that your career choice that you do will be able to pay it off um, as soon as possible. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Because interest sucks. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, for sure. I don't think I have anything else, man. We've we've been going on for two, oh yeah for two eleven. It's, it's, it's been a total. <laughs> it's been a total of uh, four hours of podcasting today. Wow! Uh, so y'all better be uploading. I want to I want to give a special <laughs> shout out to my wife for uh, go Jess allowing me to be up into the late hours of the night burning the midnight oil. It's 1130 here right now, but we knocked it out and this is a two part episode Same. and, and we, we kind of owed, we kind of owed it to you guys. Yeah. We haven't done a podcast and slackers. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a minute, but let me uh, give a shout out to my wife too, because she's actually been here and yep. taking care of everybody Making and even food. made she, dinner. She cooked the between, pork chops. Right grilled. after we finished the first episode, she, I was supposed to go out there and grill and she's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm going to get out there and grill. And she grilled all that food so that we could be able to eat right yep. after the first episode. We broke yep. bread, had a good time, yep. and then made some coffee, recalibrated, mm-hmm. came back down, coffee. and sat down for the second <laughs> episode. Coffee. So Josie's been a true rider. Shout out to my wife. Yep. She's my, my mama. She's, she is my better half, and she supports a lot of this. And, and Jessica also. She's, yep. been, she, she's been real, real patient. She oh. told. She just sent me a text. She said, "Just spend the night." <laughs> <laughs> You're in the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, ladies. You always um, yes. burrito. <laughs> thank but you yes, again, thank you, ladies, for joining. Thank you for having us. Absolutely, it's always a pleasure. Um, this has been a great two part episode. Um, we we just appreciate you guys, you girls, you young ladies, you young women. Young, beautiful women of God. Yes. <laughs> Come on, somebody. So, yeah, I don't have anything else. Um, just a real quick shout out. If you guys aren't following us and on uh, social media, just give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the KTB Podcast. And if you want to give us any kind of feedback, you can email us at ktbpodcast at gmail.com. Give us some feedback, some constructive criticism, whatever it is, ideas for episodes that you guys want to hear in the future. Whatever it may be, questions, um, anything. We'll, next episode, we'll read them out loud if you have a question or, you know, something you like to put out. You know, we'll, me and Ernie will uh, we'll address that. But, um, yeah, I don't have anything else for tonight. I'm ready to shut it down. Yes, sir. With that being said, KTB out. Later. Peace. If you like what you just heard and you want to support the podcast, consider becoming a patron. Head on over to patreon.com backslash the KTB podcast and become a patron today. All of your support will go to improving the viewing and listening experience. Thank you for your support. It is much appreciated.